0: Public Radio's loss is TAVshow.com's game.
1: You're listening to
0: The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. you
2: have got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who I've been speaking with for the last hour plus, but we <laughs> just forgot that we had to start a show. With my co captain AMO, are we, serve. Very
1: good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, blockheads, millions around the world. Yeah, it's... Um... We were only just discussing it. This was actually probably the first legitimate pre-show that we've ever done, I think. Uh, but
2: yeah, and it wasn't really a pre-show. It was kind of like a pre-show chat. That yeah. normally we, we generally do have a pre-show chat Yeah. Uh, as a matter of course. It takes but not like about five the five show, minutes.
1: though. Like, it's just about no, it's never life. About the show. It's just yeah, like, how's the wife? How's the kids? Yeah. I'm to 510
2: today, hour 15.
1: Yeah, and we, we were talking about, you know, just work-life stuff and... Um, you know, it's, it, I actually mentioned a greener. It's a shame that we can't put that out as a podcast and call it like corporate life because I think that that would go viral, you know. like, But unfortunately, if we did that, then we would have to rename the show Unemployed Life within a I week because we'd both yeah. lose our jobs. So.
2: Reaching the agreement <laughs> <understanding of laughs> life. Yeah. Those
1: kind of things. Oh, it's a shame, um, isn't it? There, there, but there really is like this, Um, there, there, like not to get too specific, but it's clear that. You know, as a as a kind of greenhorn in the corporate world, um, I think that the most challenging thing that I've found is dealing with egos. It's not something that you re- you would think I, – I, I, I bet that people who have lived in the corporate world their whole working life imagine that there's a lot of ego in the blue-collar world, but that's not really the case. In the blue-collar world, they re- you don't really deal with ego much at all because – you don't get an opportunity to have an ego in the blue-collar world because people will cut you down in the first five seconds that they're talking with you. You know, like if you if you walk into a blue-collar job and you've got an ego, uh, within five minutes, someone's going to say, you're a fucking wanker, mate. Don't be a dickhead, you know. But you can't, you know, if you've got a manager in, or, you know, like some, some fucking overlord in the corporate world who's being a dickhead and being a wanker, if you were to come out like in an email or something and say stop being a fucking dickhead mate you'd you'd be out you'd be done within 20 minutes you you're gone you know but in the blue collar world that's just part of the reality of living and working in the blue collar world hey don't be a fucking idiot mate you know yeah. like <laughs> it's, it, it's really it's it's actually more it's far more honest i think
2: the simplest way I, I kind of put it is I never realized the because I was kind of similar coming in from like just kind of working retail, into retail the service world. industry, yep. yeah, 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 corporate world, and have been in there for, for way too many years. But the simplest way I didn't realize the movie Office Space so wasn't a movie, it was actually a documentary,
1: yes, it is, yeah, it, With, it really is.
2: You have corporate, like in corporate world. Office space has never been more accurate. I saw that movie before I worked in corporate in the corporate world and laughed. I'm like, this is a really, really funny movie. Very, very good. And then I watched it back and after being in the corporate world, I'm like, this was way too accurate. It is.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's funny you bring that up because it was only yesterday when I was having a chat with a friend uh, in the corporate world and we both kind of, uh, we share similar views on things uh, outside of work. So we get on really well. And I brought up to him, you know, he mentioned, like, oh, this, so this person's fucking useless. And I'm like, yeah, I think their job is actually like, you know, what, what springs to mind when I think of this particular person in their, in their role is that scene in office space where they sit, they sit that guy down. It's like, so I'm what so what would you say you do it? Yeah, I, I literally made the lines. It's like, I take the I take the orders from the goddamn customers and give it to the engineers. I'm a people person. <laughs> it's like so why couldn't the customers just give it directly to the engineers? It's like, I'm a people person. It's like, so you offer nothing here, do you? You know? <laughs> we were just having that conversation yesterday. <laughs> there are so many sponges in this world, man. There are really so many. Is. See, you can't again. You can't afford to be a sponge in the blue collar world. You just can't. A lazy get, guy get on a building head. site. A lazy yeah. guy on a building site doesn't last a day. He doesn't.
2: You're like, hey, dickhead, pick up a hammer. What yeah. the fuck are you
1: doing? Hey, bro, we stand there. Hey, what are you doing, man? Yeah, and come and on, uh, hold this. It. It's little things like you know. In the corporate world, it's quite acceptable for people to kind of show up late and kind of stand around having chats, drinking coffee and stuff, but. Uh, in the blue collar world, that stuff is just not acceptable. <laughs> like, hey, if yeah. everyone's on the tools at seven a.m., you better be on the fucking tools Why the fuck at seven a.m. Why isn't Jimmy? Yeah. Now I've Did showed. be
3: fucking sick or now, dead.
1: Yeah. Look, I've showed up late to blue collar jobs before, but it's a very uh, it's a it's an embarrassing thing to do. Like yeah. you rock up and you're like, I'm so sorry, guys, because you you're actually leaving people hanging. You know, it's like yeah, this is yeah, a four man job and there's only here. yeah it's yeah. a four man job and there's only three of us here. What the fuck, bro? Mm. You know, it's a very embarrassing, and you make sure you don't do it again, because you don't want to let your bros down as well. That's the yeah. other thing. Um, Because, you know, we, you're, you're all in this boat together. Whereas in the corporate world, it's like everyone's kind of their own little island to a, a degree. And it's like, you know, well, it's none of your business when I answer the phone kind of thing. It's none <laughs> of your business when I get to your email. Like, uh, you know, you send someone an email and they don't reply for a week, and then if you follow up, you're you're the asshole. It's like, look, I'll get yeah. to you. It's like, fuck, the, the entitlement here is just fucking rife, you know? It's like, hey, we need shit done. <laughs> like, we needed it done yesterday. You can't just sit on this. I get you're really important, but I know. I mean, you're too important to answer to someone that's underneath you. And then that's the whole ego thing coming in, you know? Oh, you're too important to answer this right now. I get it. You've got big things going on. You've got big fucking plans, you know.
3: Big plans. I take
1: the orders from the fucking goddamn customers. I'm <laughs> a people person, you know.
3: <laughs> I
1: give <them> the <laughs> I'm a goddamn <laughs> Right?
2: I oh, don't
3: understand
2: <laughs> <laughs> um... Can you hit a story time button for me, please, sir?
1: I certainly can. Welcome to the show, everyone. By the way, I like stories yeah. about
4: pinatas.
2: It may be story time. I think today, I think it's just going to be all story times. So I'm going to fucking we're going to hard out. Yeah. Um, I had the day off today. Now, uh, was was decisive, uh, undecided whether it would be a day off or not because it was for the daughters' athletics carnival today. Now, yesterday afternoon at about 5pm, I looked outside my door mm. and it looked like it was midnight at 5pm when the sun's meant to be up. And I'm like, well, this is not boding well for there being an athletics carnival on a, a nice, beautiful field okay. with, with this pissing down rain. Uh, mm. Thankfully, woke up this morning, was able to take my annual leave day. Everyone's happy. Nice. The kiddo got to do her little thing.
1: Yep. So a now, bit, now, of, write... bit of high jump, a bit of long jump in the mud, bit of fucking 100 metre deserve... dash.
2: Uh, without going into specifics, uh, the, the particular grade uh, my child is in, mm. uh, they it's a it doesn't cover all the bases. This is still kind of like a participation. Mm. Uh, so ball games, Greeno,
1: bit of that. Do you remember a bit of tunnel ball, bro? Greeno, tunnel ball, Greeno, bro. Uh, this is a, a, a story time within a story time. Yeah. I mentioned ball games because we actually. The school that Greeno and I were in, because you were in the ball games team, were you not? I was. I do love them. Yeah, we were in, there. But see. We were like the one school out of the dozen schools in our district or whatever that took the ball games like really fucking seriously. So yeah. every other school put like the useless kids who couldn't play sport in their ball games team. We actually hand picked like all of the really good <laughs> athletic yes, people. <laughs> that's,
2: so we, that's how we, we fucking spirit.
1: dominated that. That was school Wednesday. So every other schools,
2: every other school, Yes, <laughs> that was the one where we you training and everything. <laughs> was a line of five. You <laughs> passed to the dude in front. He but he went down. You passed. Oh the second dude, they passed back, that dude sat down yeah. and you had to get to the end and then you rotated. What was we that had got?
1: like all the, oh, I can't remember the names of them, but we had like all the top footy players and stuff. So they were really good yeah. with like ball, you know, having a ball in their hands kind of thing. Like, hand-eye coordination and stuff with basketball basketball players,
2: uh, right? That's why I was in the team. (laughs) I couldn't shoot for shit, but I could fucking pass the ball. So I get Greeno in there, he's all good.
1: And don't don't let modern life and modern culture fool you out there if you're a listener. There is nothing more satisfying than dominating against a field of retards from other schools, trust me. (laughs) Every other school had their, like, retarded kids that couldn't do any of the other sports. We actually pulled in like all of the fucking dominating sports guys from all of our other sports there. Cause our school was like a little school in comparison to everyone, but we were yeah. really good at sports. Like that was our yeah. thing, you know? We were, we were dominant in like swimming, athletics. Our footy team footy. was really good, team was
3: good. you know? Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> like, so, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah we had full. no
1: right to be like the best team yeah we were schools. the
3: smaller yeah. school yeah It not a sports school and you're
2: like oh,
1: no, no 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 we're just a school no, It's a western <laughs> sydney school where everyone plays sports all the time like we were just it's, a sports mad yeah. suburb you know um so yeah we we had like the best we've got we won every single ball game against every right. other school <laughs> it's like we got number one trophies for every single thing to the point where people would, the teachers must have been like, "This is unfair," you know. Like, really? we, we,
3: we dominated do those fucking here. kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the athletes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> because
1: you, hey, if we're in it, we may as well win it, no, right? I
2: you know. <laughs> send some kids we're gonna send the good ones
1: i i've always had the attitude that look winning isn't everything but it's far more enjoyable than losing so Much you may fun. as well try and win you know
2: exactly <laughs> um so the structure for today is like rock up early you know get yourself a nice little beach chair mm-hmm. and you sit there and watch the kids do activities gotta get three. there early
1: too so you can i'm, I'm sure nice that it's a parent real estate kind of yeah, issue yeah. Kind
2: of got, got there a good hour. Mm. Um, got a nice little spot near a tree, nice little shade where yeah. we're all good. Fuck Parking off, seats
1: taken kind of thing when uh, other one, Do other the, parents the, kind of try and get in and schmooze in on your action, you know? Oh, look, uh, we've got the shady tree, you know? This is nice, the spot I wanted, you know?
2: There's a lot of trees around, so there's plenty of shady oh, spots. So it was all good. So anyway, the it's kind of split up into a half day, like two half days, right? So the first mm-hmm. half is like running races. The second half is those ball events and fun activities. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, we're watching everyone doing the running races, and it's all very good. And fucking little nice Gary uh, to your goddaughter.
1: Mm-hmm. A third oh, in the wrong hi, one.
2: Good girl. Fucking good so, on Love it. She's good.
1: She's, um, she's but, got the frame of a little long distance runner, I think.
2: So this was sprints. This is a this sprints? is hundred metres. Okay. So this was just like in like like a rocket, and I kept I was because I was like the the cheering on dad on the sideline because she was looking over. She's like, "Hey, there's Daniel. Fucking keep running, man. Keep running, Do Don't fucking Stop. Get down. Do not stop. stop. Look at me <laughs> after the fucking. The after surge. we
1: dominate every other kid. That's when we'll you can dominate. look at me. You'll get ice exactly. cream on the way home.
2: Get up on the podium it was all very very good.
1: Yeah.
2: So anyway, we get through all the the running events, oh, no. and then there's a call out. Yep. going uh, uh, we now need uh, all, oh, the parent, all the parents to the Marshall area for the parents v teachers 100
4: metres oh, and, and
2: I'm like no, no, no. I wasn't fucking about this no this was so not in
1: the newsletter but... this was
2: not in the newsletter so I go up to my daughter I've been and on the kids like, since 9am yeah, I'm not no fit cans, for purpose here I was, I was just red balled up I'm all good so I was, re- I was ready I was ready to go um so I go up to the daughter and I'm like, hey, do you want me to run in this? And she's like, yes, yes, I do.
1: Oh, and no.
2: and I'm like, well, I can't, I can't let the little kid down. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also scoping the landscape.
1: Looking at your competition?
2: I, <laughs> no, no, no. Because all I see is women coming up. hang on, I might have a free pass here. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> because I'm not chauvinist fucking running.
3: and and, <laughs> and I can't and be the
2: only bloke running against the women. Like, I'm not going to yeah. identify as a woman just for the sake of this fucking running race. Here. It's just It doesn't no. seem right. Yeah. So, at that point, I'm like, I might get out of this. I've already said yes to the kid. Made her happy. Yeah, And then... Slowly but surely, I see, like, another half a dozen dads start rocking up, and I'm like... Uh. Yeah, this is all. Right. So the it's women, so
1: the women were obviously keen for like to get in first, you know, like yeah, let's go, let's have a crack, ladies. And the dads were like, "Do I have to? <laughs> Do I have to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, you don't
2: seem too keen either." Because I'm like, "Well, they only did stand it here, so, so right. wait I waited under I rock up and you know, I wandered on over." See, it's in, in nice that moment,
1: horror. I would revert back to the crusty the clown school of parenting, which is one yeah. of my fa- most most favorite quotes of all time from not just The Simpsons, but just a life quote in general, which is, "Look, kid." I'm not the kind of dad who says things or does stuff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's, that would be my response to that. <laughs>
2: so I'm in the master here, I see some dads come over and I'm looking around and I'm like, look, under, in my head, I'm like, this is kind of like a fun activity event, right? Yeah, but we you want come to win. Up, yeah. It's a bit of comedy value. We're going to make the parents and teachers race against each other. Yep. This is all good. Yep. So I assume this is going to be a fucking gentle jog down mm. the 100 metres.
1: Well, now talk to me about the – what? okay, so you've spoken about the mums and the dads. Now talk mm. to me, what was the talent kind of assessment of the teacher situation? Because – I know that statistically 70% or thereabouts of teachers are females for a start. And I imagine a lot of them overweight because they're teachers and they don't kind of move around a lot. So, Mm -hmm. and there's probably a lot of boomers in there. So like 50, 60 year olds, would that be kind of hitting the mark? They would be like the majority. Uh
2: Way off on your assessment, So it's so, so a lot of young we, teachers, is it? We yeah, we we had um, a lot of fit. Lot ah, of see, you're out.
1: That. That, I know why now because you're out of Sydney. Yeah. So the only place that you can get teaching jobs now is if you're out of the major metropolitan well, area. Not even
2: that. Like these are still young and inspiring people. Who, oh no! Who
1: oh no! That's the worst dream. kind of teacher. They still have goals right. and dreams and ambitions. Yeah, no, so no, They're
2: still young. They're still fit. They're still energetic. They're they're keen. They're they're good to go. So. Plenty, plenty lined up. Now, on the male side of things, zero.
1: Not so one
2: not one male teacher. Not one male teacher rocked up. Jesus. So we're like, so we're looking around and all we see is just fucking eight dads who are standing here for this. So the, well, the, the We better, the women, shit,
1: better beat the shit out of these women, boys. It's on <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> okay, look, we'll let the women teachers versus the women uh the women parents run first and then we'll do the men's race. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, excellent. We don't even need to beat the teachers here. Voices are so good. Fucking, we can gravy train this bad boy all the way to the hundred meter line. Happy days. You move it down to the kindergarten line. Will we do sixty? This would be great. Good. And then I look around and I'm looking to my left. And you know me, bro. I'm I'm what five six, yeah. five six, five seven, yeah. there or thereabouts. Very short man, so you're not, very,
1: you're not very short, you're short compared to me because I'm six five. I'm
2: not five. Danny DeVito short, but yeah. I'm like, you're not Danny I'm
1: DeVito short, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm adult short, <laughs>
1: but you're bulk like, as I'm, well, though, so it kind of levels out, it
2: bounces. So I look to my left and I see three dads who are six five, and I look to my right and I see another two dads who are like six two, six three. Okay, like,
1: so the six five guys, you only have to worry about them if they're skinny because. In a 100-meter were, dash situation, all, their legs are longer so they, they really can –
2: They all live on the, on the beach, bro. They are uh, all skinny yeah. and they all look like athletes.
1: See, the problem for a short guy in a sprinting – I'm getting into my sports science stuff. Yeah, man.
2: yes, yes.
1: But the problem it's, – it's scientific. All of sports is science, is a science, right? It's all science, yeah. Uh, so the problem for short guys in sprinting is that you have to take more steps. than Correct. Than the tall guys do. That's why – People are like, why is Usain Bolt so fast? And it's, it's quite well, he's, simple he's actually. And his legs, his legs, so legs are very long. So long. <laughs> that's that's well, why he, he's the he, fastest guy. He takes guy. like yeah. nine
2: steps in hundred meters.
1: Like a clearly, tip. clearly also he's like a natural athlete and he trains very hard. And, and he's also juiced to the gills. Yes. So, <laughs> perhaps maybe. But it's, it's more to do with like his leg span than it is. Yeah. And his fast twitch muscles than it is, is like Austrians, anything else. He's
2: really an lead, bro. Yeah. Like, that's that's how it runs. Hundred percent. So
1: little guys uh, struggle. That's. But this is also why little guys are better at long distance stuff because they're carrying around less frame. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. So, so they have so more endurance. Yeah. I'm looking at my left. I'm like six five, and then right 6'2". Six six but I'm like I'm also thinking there, and I'm doing that sports science math in my head. I'm like, well, hang on, these guys have like twenty kilos on me. Yeah. Because they are six five, six two. Mm. This could come to my advantage. Okay. Um. But I also Back in my mind, as I've already said, hey man, this is a bit of like shits and giggles. We're just doing this because our kids ask asses. Yeah. We're not taking this seriously, right? Aren't we? And then.
1: <laughs> Aren't and we,
3: then, though? Say, it sounds like oh, if you're then, already.
1: I mean, green, I'm sorry. If you're already doing the sports science equations, you've already started taking it seriously.
3: I haven't. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there
2: going, no, we're, we're sweet. We're just doing it because the kids. Everyone's like, ah, this is going to be. A... But then I see boys stretching. And i like, Hang,
1: Oh, what's, what's, Jade father geriatric is? bullshit.
2: It really, that's bullshit. Get on. Get We go with sizzle <laughs> Hundred percent. So then it's like okay, up to the line, and I have not run a hundred meter race since fucking high school, eh?
1: I've barely like, done I've, a brisk walk since high school, Greedo, let
2: alone I a run. run a, I've run a baseball. That's fucking like ninety feet. Like, I'm not running at a hundred. I, I sprint hard for fucking ninety feet. Yeah, I'm going to get the first base.
1: listen, you need to know the backstory here. So uh, obviously, like we, we talked about how our school was a very sporty school. Now, I, I was a swimmer, but uh, when it came to running, athletics sports weren't really my thing, but um, I was pretty quick at like 100 metres because, again, I'm tall, so I had like the long legs. leg span. So I always smashed Greeno in like the sprints. But when it came to the cross-country stuff, Gros, Greeno was actually qualified for district in cross-country. Cross country, uh, cross country. Yeah. It was quite good because it, the way it would work generally is, uh, I would I would fucking leave him for dead in the first like kind of 20% of the cross country and then he would eventually just run past me. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. See you, See you at the end. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, fuck a little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I was barely breathing at that point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, like, he's just started, you know, like trot, 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 off he goes, you know. All good. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I'm still, I'm at the, at the start line, and like, oh, yeah, uh, gentlemen, take take your marks. Yeah. And my eye voice at the end, all good. Yeah. And then, ready, set, go. And I start jogging, and then I look up, and I see fucking people 20 metres ahead.
1: Old mate's going yeah. for it, going for the win.
0: Yeah.
2: Everyone. And I'm like, oh shit! I didn't want to take. No, because you in.
1: can't come last in front of your daughter as well. Hundred percent.
2: Right. Right. So at that point, I'm like, twenty <laughs> meters in, I'm like, I I'm gotta fucking start busting ass here. Yeah. So then I start. It's uh, also, actually, if
1: like, I can interrupt, it's also a testament to just how slow you were going that you had an opportunity to make this decision twenty oh meters God. into the race, like. <laughs> and
2: Oh, we're doing this seriously and we're 20 minutes in. Fuck, I get 80 to make up. Lucky lucky, bit. I've
1: still got 30 seconds to go so I can figure it out on the way.
2: <laughs> um, so it turns out the long, long leg span of the gentleman, too good for me in the uh, end. Uh, but if you had for- started
1: with the right mindset, you probably could have challenged because you're nah, a fit still- guy.
2: They still, still would have beat me. Uh, every, everyone fucking running was pretty fit, to be fair. Do you back. do you uh, skip
1: leg day, Greeno?
2: <laughs> no, I definitely don't skip leg day. Okay, but uh, so I, I finished a respectable fourth. Like I kind of finished middle of the pack. Okay, and I'm like, well, everyone's fucking like in bit like everyone being a better, better sprinter frame than me. Yeah, at leg
1: oh, You don't take fourth, then you take fourth in a I handicap. if you had have been running the stall gift for dads, you yeah, would have oh, probably would have come I, in I, first, Greeno. Enough.
2: Yeah. So the only thing I to took out of that though mm. is fucking. You know what I'm doing for the next twelve months, bro? Mm. Nothing but leg day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm and ca- don't forget cardio. Don't neglect cardio. And cardio.
2: It's yeah. nothing but cardio and leg day. So you're gonna you're gonna see. Like remember the old photo green <laughs> Greeno with the plastic pack? Yeah, <laughs> that's gone, bro. You're gonna come back. I'm gonna be quadzilla. <laughs> Just for just for Kinder to two athletics, you're going to be looking like here. an
1: Olympic cyclist.
2: Olympic cyclist, <laughs> crack coconuts
1: on his fucking quads, mate. It's ridiculous.
2: this is going to be a thing of beauty next year. Okay. I'm going to run it in 11 seconds.
1: So you're trading in the Anthony Hardaway shirt for the bike shorts, Greeno, when you go shorts. drop the kids off at school.
2: Exactly. So, yeah, no upper <laughs> body this year, nothing but leg day, Love just it. to dominate the parents, be teachers, uh, over 40s men's. And
1: see, folks, this is why our school dominated the ball, the ball games when we were kids. It's because of this mentality. We're not accepting yeah. fucking fourth place. Don't we, we don't fourth. do fourth here. We don't. Yeah. It's like no, 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 no! I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I, I thought to. this was a fun fucking thing, but you guys took it seriously. Now that yep. was your worst mistake because now yeah, I'm gonna fucking take it I'll seriously. I love
3: it,
2: up, man.
1: I love it. Can we Very do a easy. show from the next year's from the uh, next one? Uh, yeah, from yeah. the athletics yeah. carnival. Let's we'll record it live. I want to see it.
2: Load it up. Lower half greeno yeah. is just going to be dominating. At and the I want uh, you,
1: I want you to like Kathy Freeman style, grab an Australian flag after the race and kind of do a lap of glory, glory with, with it.
2: Yeah. I'm going to rock up with the condom suit on. Condom suit. <laughs> <laughs> with a Kathy Freeman condom suit. Yeah. It's fucking, fucking ridiculous. Rock <laughs> up to the Abelique's Carnival.
1: <laughs> Can I put a conspiracy theory out there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is something that I've thought. Ever since it happened. So the Sydney Olympics happened when we were 18, 17, 18. Uh, 18,
3: yes.
1: So I, I was 17, I think. Yeah, because it would have happened earlier in the year. So I was 17. And I actually, fun little side story, Greener, quick story. I like
4: one. stories about pinatas. I think I've
1: told this uh, story before, but I actually um, bought, under, I, I bought beers underage at the Olympics by pretending I couldn't speak English. Us. Because I was like, my mentality... See, this is what a clever fucking kid I was. I thought, everyone here is from another country, so why don't I just pretend to sp- speak another language? So I went, I went up to the beer stall, and I <laughs> pointed at the Foster's thing, and I said, Ein Bier bitte? And she said, "Oh, hi, honey. Can I need to see some identification?" And I just kind of smiled awkwardly, and I pointed to the fosters again and said, i am be a bitter. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, pour me a
3: beer." <laughs> oh, okay. nice, <yeah>. <laughs> I I'm, I'm really
2: know. I've so not heard that story. You haven't heard that. No, you've never told me that story. Oh, that man. Genius.
1: Yeah, I got drunk at the Olympics. I went yeah. with my mum. We watched fucking two African teams play basketball or something random.
2: You told me you went to the Olympics with your mum. Yeah. I li- you never told me that story. That's,
1: yeah. that's too funny. So that's how, that's how I managed to buy beer at the Olympics underage. And that's a good lesson yeah. for the kids out there. Just pretend you can't speak the local language. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's too uh, you see, they're just serving there's a big line, they're just they're getting paid like minimum. They don't wage. Just sit
2: there and argue with you because they're they not can't understand. Yeah, they're like, oh let's just move the
1: line along, They're not So it's like ain't be a bitter, <laughs> you know, in my in my best kind of Berliner acts. Ain't be a bitter yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like, Okay, whatever. Who <laughs> <laughs> gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So um I forget what fucking what, what story was I gonna tell now? Was that the side story? Was that it? No, uh, no, that's it. That was it.
2: That was yeah, it. Yeah, there was something
1: good. else that we were going to bring up, wasn't it? No, no, no. Well, that, that
2: was it. That was the story time we're getting fucking nipped up. Oh, okay, but fuck. The really whole about, can, about
1: pinatas. Thank God.
2: So it's been, it's been like uh, this year overall has been like health year for Greeno, and not by like positive health. Every year is health
1: year for you, though.
2: No, no, no. This is like I'm such negative a healthy health guy. year. well, uh, so change it. This has been like fucking
1: operation and surgery. Yeah. It's been like you've so, been you've been laid off with injury. It's the year yeah. that you've been, you know, you've been a solid performer in the team for four or five, you know, even a decade now. You're actually getting into veteran status in the team. Mm. But it's like the thirty three year old veteran who does a knee and it's like, Just Are we injured. gonna are we gonna sign him All again? You know? Yeah. First Just it's a knee, then injured. it's a quad, then it's a fucking rib, and it's oh, like it's never ending, healthy. you
2: know. It's been a fucking nightmare. Bad like, like last year was like renovation year in my house. This year has been medical year. Where mm. All my fucking spare money has gone on medical bills. Yeah, no so I had to go see a cardiologist last week. Mm. And they referred us off for uh uh scans and stuff. So like the okay, cardiologist uh, is
1: like, You haven't been engaging in any uh little athletics dad's runs or anything lately. Thankfully
2: not. <laughs> no, no, none of that. Well, I was a little bit disappointed because I rocked up because like, I went for a checkup five years ago and they made you hop on a treadmill and they put a little oh, fucking God. electrodes and stuff on you, and you know that. And he's like, Yeah, look, you look all good, come back when you're forty. Like next checkup come back when you're 40. So I turned 40 I'm like, all yeah. right, oh, sweet, better fucking rock up or good for a checkup. So I get there and I'm ready for a run. Like I'm rocked up. I literally have my liper on. My fucking, I fucking had my billy Hall backwards cap. I'm good to go. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> you go to Sizzler afterwards.
2: And I, I get in there and firstly, I have to wait an hour for once again, an appointment that's already set. I'm like, well, oh, realistically, don't what what do, what we Don't get started on here? doctor's
1: appointments, man.
2: I know. We, we've already talked about the show about six weeks ago. But I was like, no no, it's all good. So I get in there and I'm like, all right, cool, ready to go. And he, he's running through a few things. Chet puts a few electrodes on and he's like, okay, this looks all fine. Uh I have to refer you off for these couple of scans. I'm like, all right, no dramas. I want the point of the scans. He's like, oh, it just gives you a full check of your heart to see like what, what tubes are working, which ones are clogged, which ones are fucked up, blah blah blah. Feel
1: I feel, yeah, I no feel like this is a fucking scam at this point. I really do. It's, it, it is and it isn't simultaneously. So, anyway. I feel like, don't you feel like, though, the, this, see this, I, I know we've kind of touched on this before, though. Okay. This is kind of, kind of why I want an older doctor. And there are very few, like the teachers, there are few older doctors around now than there used to be when we were kids. And it the is. older doctor will look at you and go, you're fine. I've seen this a million times. It's fine. And I'd rather take that. But the younger ones are more likely to be like, hmm. We better book you in for this scan, this scan, this scan, this scan. No, this, this scan. guy,
2: this guy's not a young doctor though. This guy's okay. kind of like he's in that perfect age where he, I can tell he's a veteran. Yeah. But he's also not at that point where he stopped caring.
1: Ah, that's a good so point. Actually, is he's, yeah. he's, nice.
2: He's that nice balance? He's go out, go view. out,
1: eat ten steaks and drink a case of beer. What do I care? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so no, like this scan is something I just need to get done. So I'm like, okay, okay. it's all good. So. He, he refers, he's like, oh, look, you can go any, like, he gives me two things. I'm going to get a blood test. I'm going to get a, a scan done. So I'm like, oh, he goes, you can go anywhere because this, this doctor is back in my old area, but I really liked him last time I saw him. So I'm like, I'll stick with that guy. Mm-hmm. So all the scans he referred me for, the stuff he gave me was in that area. So I'm oh, like, okay. God,
1: I'm going to have to make work. a weekend out of it now.
2: No, it's no it's so be Cause I was like, he said, I can do it down here. Okay. So I call 10 different places down here. I'm like, well, Dr. referred me for X, Y, and Z. And they are like, oh, what specifically? I'm like, well, here's what the None form of your says.
1: fucking business, actually. No,
2: well, mm-hmm. they are like, here's what the form says. Here's what the referral says. And they're like, we need more info. I'm like, what more info do you need than what the referral says? Well, we need to know blah, blah, blah. So in the end, I just like, I rang six different places. They all asked me the uh, same question. Like, well, this this doesn't is hurt.
0: fucking
1: so mind-numbing co- stuff. So I
2: end crap. up just going to the place that he referred me to. Yep. And they were like, no dramas. We can get you into
3: Tomorrow,
2: <laughs> I'm like, oh, excellent. So I go into this thing. So it was like yesterday so morning. Driven.
1: It's a three-hour drive round trip.
2: Uh, it was not a three-hour drive. It was like an hour and a half drive. It wasn't too bad. It was all good. So I took the morning off work and I said to said to work, I'm like, look, got to go for a scan in the morning. I'll be on by midday. We're all good. Yeah. So I failed to read the referral instructions. Oh no! So I did. I did, and I didn't. So I look on the
3: back. And I, I did, shoot, and
1: I didn't. <laughs> That means you didn't.
3: No, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <That's scary>. <laughs> no, <laughs> whenever you,
1: folks, whenever you hear someone say, well, I did not I didn't, that means they didn't. Okay. I did. No, I no, they the looked at it, world. but they didn't. No, no, see you can't hear Jimmy Greeno. No, I, I know you listen Jimmy. to it, but you can't was, hear okay, it No, you're
2: right. I was listening to Jimmy, I didn't hear, hear Jimmy. It. That's exactly what happened. So you looked at you it but
1: you didn't fucking read it,
2: did you? he's like, hey, I'm gonna send you for this scan. Uh one, you've got a fast beforehand, you can't have any coffee beforehand or Red Bull and shit. Uh, because your heart rate's got to get to a certain point okay. and a couple of other rules. So I'm like, sweet, I can follow all those.
1: Does this mean so I right can't out. masturbate in a car on the way there? Or? <laughs> that's
2: why I didn't answer <laughs> that question.
1: That's, how well, else am I going to kill an hour and a half drive, man, it, to be
2: honest? Cerebr- cerebral circuit when we get to the next point. so <laughs> What? <laughs> I wasn't to- expecting so, that. <laughs> so... I, I get there, I ring up, I make the appointment. I'm like, yeah, okay, you can get me in. Excellent. They're like, oh, did you read the referral instructions? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I glanced over them. She's like, oh, did you read I them did though? it, I I'm did it. Like, <laughs> I like, did it, I did it. So I'm sitting there and I grab. I flip it over because I'm like, she's like, oh, this should be it should be on the back. I'm like, okay, yeah, give me a sec. So I flip over because i got the referral in front of me as I'm making the call. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, uh, no food uh, beforehand. Sweet already knew that. Uh, no, cough, no caffeine drinks beforehand. Mm-hmm. No smoking for 12 hours beforehand. No worries. Um. No Viagra for 36 hours? On, is this right? Like, I can't have Viagra for 36 hours? This fucking, this receptionist is laughing her ass off on the phone. I'm like, it's all good. Like, my dick hasn't been hard for years. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> uh,
1: um, I would have been like, well, I was actually planning to pop one on the way there because you sound yeah. really hot, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got that sorted. So then, here's, here's the thing. So I read this instructions, all booked in, and now I assumed... That this was like because it was a scan. I assume like you've been done X ray before, right? Mm. You rock up, they do the X ray, you are out. Yeah. Then the next point under the Viagra note mm. is this procedure may take between two and four hours. Whoa!
1: What? What, what are we doing, doing here? I'm like, oh, what, what? What's going what on? What is here? it? Hang on. What is the procedure now? <laughs> I want to know. Like, uh, it's a it's a cardiac
2: CT scan.
1: A cardiac CT, why does it take four hours? What are well, you doing?
2: I, I shall explain. Please. So so anyway, I'm like, two four hours? What the fuck? I, I told work I'll be back in like fucking, I'll be there. I'll be I'll be fucking jiffy. I'll be a couple of seconds. We'll be all sweet. Yeah. shouldn't out, I'm like, oh, all right, we'll fucking quickly mess with work. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be off. Like, I'm half half the day now. All good. And I can't pop for agra. It's a fucking, the, the morning's ruined. Um. So I'm like, all oh, good. Then the lady's like, oh, okay. So uh, you yeah, all walked in. Just so you know, uh, did the doctor discuss
1: the fee with you? I'm like, no. What There's the a, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, okay, now we need to interrupt this story. I yeah. like
4: stories about
1: pinatas. Now, Greeno has been my best friend since the age of five. Yeah. And I feel like I know him better than, I, I feel like we both know each other better than we know ourselves and that better than anyone else on earth knows each other, right? Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what makes Greeno tick now. Yeah. Okay, so can't take Viagra. That's a negative, but I'll deal with it. Two to four hours for the procedure. That's a negative, but I'll deal with it. Yeah. Fee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, there's a fee? That's a, a deal f- breaker. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Now, I, not I, I'm, like, no, I I'm, not, I'm not an idiot. I understand there's going to be a fee for a scan. Now, mm-hmm. I've had scans before. I've had, like, shoulder ultrasounds when I, I did my shoulder. I've had x-rays, all of those kind but of things.
1: But it's the, th- it, it, it's the thing that would tip you over the scales is my point. It's yeah. like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Now, I'll put up it with all really- this other stuff, and now you're laying a fee on it No, the, as well. the
2: fact that they raised the fee... It like must like be bad. <laughs> Send off warning signals. <laughs> yes. Okay? Yeah,
1: because like, why else would it... you bring it up? Like if it's just a rudimentary $35 yeah. fucking kind of thing. Most scan people just you, rock up
2: this thing, like, $50, whatever you're all good. Yeah. This thing, four figures. What? For a scan. No. Uh, uh, so I'm like, no. Wait, do I hear that right? You should, like, yeah, 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 four, uh, four figures for that Wait, one.
1: Six months ago, my kid had to go into an ambulance into the hospital, and it wasn't four figures. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you drove to the hospital yourself, That it cost yeah. four figures to show four up. Hundred percent. So I'm like,
2: Jesus Christ! So I had to go in and break the news to to the wife. I'm like, uh, looks like
1: we're know? eating dog food this week because yeah, I had to like- get a chest kid.
2: That's it. Fucking <laughs> we get, we, we're fucking eating the dog at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, actually, we can't afford the dog food. So let's eat the dog so we don't have to buy any more dog food.
2: <laughs> so I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to get done regardless. So I'm kind of I'm kind of in a corner here. So rock up, rock up to this particular thing. And once again, just assumed it was like a scan. Didn't mm. think much of it. Mm. Anywhere, and they're like, Oh, yeah, no, sir. Uh, we just need to put a catheter in. Like, what?
1: Like, Wait, yeah, you know what? you're going dick level now. No, uh, is it catheter? No, it's not. No, catheter is the thing that they stick in your dick, man, so you can piss nah, and it's stuff. Not
2: a catheter, then. What's the other one? Cavite. No, nah, what's the one they put into your, your veins?
1: Uh, a drip, yeah, whatever they put in the drip into.
2: Okay, I gotta. I looked at it. Yeah, no, cath-
1: complete. No, do that now because I, uh, now I'm concerned that I've got it wrong. So I, I think a catheter is the thing they stick in your dick. So, uh, but I could be mistaken. I don't know. A, yeah.
2: Catheter is what I'm thinking of.
1: A uh, what? Catheter. Catheter. A a- C.A. No, see, I think a catheter is the dick thing. An, yeah. an
2: IV drip involves a small tube called a catheter and a saline-based electrolyte solution.
1: Oh, okay. So what's the thing they stick in your dick then, so you can piss? It opens up your piss hole, you know? It's pretty <laughs> no, painful. That one is. Yeah, I think I thought that was a ca- oh, actually, maybe the thing is just a catheter and it's used. Yeah, for different... the catheter. Yeah, it could be used for different yeah, things. But
2: anyway, yeah. they work this bad boy in. They're like, okay, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna firstly we need to slow your heart down. Whoa, what do you mean?
1: Whoa, whoa. And they're whoa, like, what is oh, happening well, here?
2: Fuck. I'm like, I thought this was just like a fucking regular scammer. No, no, we're going to slow your heart down. Okay. And this is why you're going to be here for two now, or four hours. Have you got
1: a bag of weed? Because that'll do it.
2: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay. if you told me, we could have fucking sorted some shit out beforehand. Yeah. Get me some um, sour
1: diesel in here and stat <laughs> and a, Get me some sour diesel and some bucket bombs and we'll make it happen. All, all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. And some Jimi Hendrix.
2: Yeah, we'll be sweet. <laughs> so, turns out, like, my heart rate, I'm like, oh, so what's my heart rate at? And they told me like, is it was at 80. And I'm like, okay, is that good? And they're like, yeah, that's that's normal. And I'm like, so what are we trying to get it out? They're like, like, 60. I'm like, that seems low. And they're like, yeah, it is low. It that's seems like point. coma
1: level, doesn't it?
2: And I'm like, so that's like sleep level. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. We kind of want your heart so slow that you're pretty much asleep. So, okay. I'm like, hang I'm going to fucking drive back an hour and a half and you're <laughs> going to put some shit in my body yeah. that is going to make me Basically put me in sleep state. This is a bit awkward.
1: You'll be cruising home like the big Lebowski green So (laughs) Ah. so they
2: they start me off with a little bit of half juice and they're like, oh, that's good. That got down to 60. I'm like, excellent. We only need the half juice. And then my heart rate, because I started to get worried, because I'm like, oh. See, if I hadn't
1: known all this beforehand, if just say it was me, if I hadn't known all this beforehand, I would have said to the lady books, hey, you got to drive me to this thing. And when I'm in there with them, I would have been like, "Nah, you gotta load me up, mate. <laughs> you gotta give me everything you got because I've been taking drugs since I was like in my pre-puberty. Your heart rate's already
2: going to be slow though. That'd be all right. Nah, That's my heart
1: good. rate's pretty high though because it's a tense situation. So you better give me like morphine and shit <laughs> if you want to slow it. Give me the Just good stuff. The yeah, because look, I got a ride here, so I'm look, yeah. I'm free, you know. So I can get high today. It's fine. Yeah. So give me the good stuff, man. Yeah. Whenever you go to the hospital, you really got to ask for the good stuff too. You gotta make sure that you cash in, man, because it's not every day that you get the opportunity to get the pharmaceutical grade kind of, um, you know, downers, and they're they're the best ones. Let's be honest. So, any opportunity to be like, yeah, you're gonna slow my heart rate down? All right, load me up. Give it. Can can I actually get a script? <laughs> can Can I take some home? Can I get some takeaways for this, please? It's the
2: word I was looking for, sorry. Ah. Cannula. So catheter might be the right phrase you were talking about, the dick thing.
1: They say a catheter a in the a dick and a cannula in the arm. Cannula in my arm. Nice so scary. yeah, I had a cannula nice, in my
3: arm.
1: Scary. The only reason uh, I was so sure of that is because I've had a catheter in a dick and I'm pretty sure that yeah. word is tattooed on my brain. as like, <laughs> avoid I mean, at I mean, all that. costs.
2: <laughs> I know. And that explains <laughs> the fucking look I got from my wife when I came home. She's like, oh, how <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Put a fucking catheter <laughs> in you. She's like, what? They touched Uh, your dick? Why are they doing that? (laughs) No, no, no. Can you? That's what it is. So they end up giving them a heart rate down to a stupid language. But then they're like, oh, also, we've got to put, like, this dye in you. Oh, the radioactive dye shit. The radioactive dye. But here's the thing. They're like, look. Radioactive. Radioactive. They're like, here's side effects you may feel. Uh, One, you may, like, feel, like, a, a metallic sensation in your mouth. Okay. And it may feel like you've just pissed yourself. I'm like, what <laughs> the
1: fuck is going on? I'm
2: like, I'm like, but they also made me drink four liters of water before I rocked up. And so I'm is like,
1: the four liters of water making me feel like I might piss myself? But that's what I'm like.
2: Have it... I actually pissed myself? Like, is this going to make me piss myself or not? And like, no, no, no. You just feel like you're going to piss yourself. And mm. I'm like, but I've had four liters of water because you told me to drink four liters of water beforehand and I really need to go to the toilet. Yeah, but you need to keep that. So i can got to think. So you're in the tube, and it feels like you're in a uh, a dryer in this CT scan Because okay. you're in this tube, and all you see is this machine going around. You go, whoosh, 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 whoosh. So you're kind of freaking out yep. and they're like, hold your breath, hold, don't hold your breath. I feel like I'm in like a bondage scene. And I'm yeah. like, hold your breath.
1: Like Without without up. any payoff oh, though. Like there's yeah, no, there's no you're payoff not coming yeah. at the end of it.
2: You know? Until such point as they fucking put this thing in, it feels like I pissed myself. Mm. <laughs> um, so, so, so I'm sitting there and, and once again. You're begging for the good-
1: catheter at that point because it's like at least it's foreplay until it goes it's,
2: in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll get to the point where I'm like, oh, it's weird. I haven't felt like I've pissed myself yet. This is kind of strange. I didn't realize they don't tell you when they're gonna give it to you in the machine. Uh so you're in the machine for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, like my mouth tastes like a fucking just smash some spoons in there.
1: Does it taste like you licked a battery? You remember that when you get like the D battery? Is it the D battery uh, that's the square one? Yeah, mate. Yeah, it is. Okay. I can't remember ever doing that, but it just it was you weird. You never did thing. that? You never stuck your tongue on the positive and negative at the same time and get that little right. buzz? No, never really. Yeah, no, yeah, you have never to do it once. You have
2: to. <laughs> well, I just had metal in my mouth and I had a catheter, so it's all well, good.
1: Well, fair enough. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> but then next thing you know, suddenly I feel like I'm pissed myself, and I'm like, you want me to hold my breath now? What's going on there? The strangest sensation ever. Um, then they hit you with the bill,
1: yeah. But then and well, no, that's the strangest sensation ever. It's like, what am I paying for here?
2: So then after you didn't it, even, like, oh, you didn't
1: even give me good drugs for this yeah. money. I could have taken a $1000 to my guy <laughs> and I could have been high for a month on this shit, you know. Then
2: want to a scan. That's, yeah. it, that's, that's
1: the fucking hell. This is ridiculous. So then
2: you get they send you off you get a cookie, you get some juice, you got to sit around for a couple of hours till so your heart rate goes almost back to normal. And then in the end they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's close enough. You're all right." And I'm like, "You're right." Okay. Oh, yeah. All good, like, Is
1: that your professional that- opinion is it or? <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, yeah you know, hey, like, close I, enough. You're right. I'm like, oh, am I? Am I out right to drive? And they're like, oh, yeah, look, I'd probably recommend going to get a feed and a coffee beforehand. Well, I, I guess I'll go get a feed and a as coffee. If a, like, as if
1: a hamburger is going to make a difference, you know? Uh,
2: <laughs> smash down a grande melt,
1: actually. What the fuck oh, is I a grande had... melt?
2: Oh, grande melt, man. It's the best. So it's kind of like a burrito. I already,
1: I, I'm sorry. I already don't like it because it's not called a grand melt. It's called a grande melt. Grande like melt. Like it's an Italian yeah, coffee. You know, fuck uh, I'm already, uh, I already find it pretentious.
2: It's <laughs> like a grilled burrito.
1: Ah, oh, like a flat fucker though, right? Like
2: pressed. Uh, i flat, but yeah, it's quite like, a, it's a combination between a kebab and a burrito. Ah,
1: oh, so it's kind of like, uh, what's that shit they serve at the Turkish kebab shots? Pide? Pide? No, no, called? no, no, no.
2: So it's literally like a regular, ke- yeah, it's a kebab, but yeah. like burrito filling. Okay. Now they grill like they grill the kebab. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it
1: actually you bring up a good point. Isn't a burrito really just a Mexican kebab?
2: Yeah. But without the outside. It's being just crunchy. smaller. It's just well,
1: smaller. It's not toasted
2: because that's just always in the tortilla.
1: You don't have to have your kebab toasted though.
3: You don't have to, but no, I,
1: I, I actually prefer like a, a very light toasting on the, kebab. I just want it, I just want it toasted enough to melt crazy. the cheese. Yeah. Um, but I don't want any cracking in the in that lead bread. Like I don't yeah. want I don't want I want it soft and doughy. I love doughy yeah. I I want to taste the bread, you know. Yeah, so fair enough. A burrito is just like a small Mexican version of a kebab.
2: Yeah, you pretty know,
1: much. It's different flavours, though. It's more tomatoey and spicy and salsery and all that yeah, kind of it's stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whereas your kebab a, is more like. A big
2: like, circling roll of meat. Yeah, your kebab's more earthy,
1: isn't it? It's like, yeah. man, this, is, this is we're giving you goat meat here. You know, yeah, This is yeah, yeah. shit Enjoy. from the old country, right?
2: Dude, this thing's been sitting outside for the last yeah. week. We're giving,
1: we're giving you fucking you know Middle Eastern spices mm. in this fucking thing. You know, mm. it's next level. Uh, actually, interesting. If Steph still listens to the show, which I'm not sure he does, would you pre- do you prefer a a Turkish kebab or b a Mexican burrito? I uh, it's a tough it question. Ball. It's a tough like it's question. A
2: ball. Yeah. yeah,
1: definitely a poll. Uh, like, what are your uh, thoughts, Greeno? Do you prefer a kebab or a burrito?
2: Uh, It depends. uh,
1: That's what I was going to say. It depends on the time and the mood and the setting. Yeah, and
2: and where you're buying it from. Like, I've had some really delicious kebabs, and no matter what time of day, they're delicious. I've had some really good burritos. I've had some really shit burritos. Like, it just depends.
1: Um, Jim Edward in uh, the chat, uh, Greeno, says, it's called Fusion Boogs, you uncultured swine. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Gary.
2: The the general point of the story is between uh, the money I had to fork out to to go to a a cardiologist, to the scan, to the other blood test I've still got to do, but I haven't been asked to book yet.
1: Mm, God, it's going to get get
2: worse. It's cheaper for me to be dead, bro. (laughs) Like really, is all the stuff is to prevent me from dying. It's cheaper for me to
3: be
1: dead. So the ultimate cheapness of Greeno will eventually show, and he's just going to jump like, off a building or something. Bad, like, like, I yeah, can't it's... afford these medical bills.
3: Like, I'm doing all these
2: precautionary scans yeah. so I don't
1: die, but I'm, I'm not like, even I'm gonna
2: sick. Out, yeah. I'm gonna out thousands of dollars to prove I'm not sick.
3: Yeah,
1: um, that's hard.
2: And then eventually yeah. it'll show something. I pay more money to fix that. Like it's, it's mm. I'm just it's cheaper to be dead.
1: God, um, yeah, I don't envy you. The last physical I took, I think I was about. Oh, maybe I was, I was, you know, actually the last one I took was, uh, I reckon I was about 27 or 28. So it was yeah. quite some time ago now. And I actually had to fudge it, um, because I was smoking a lot of weed at the time and I was only a casual. And then they said, we want to put you full time, but in order to do that, you have to do a physical. And I was like, well, I don't really want to do a physical. I don't really want to go full time. I didn't tell them cause I smoked a lot of weed at the time. Um, I was like, no, I'm, I make more money as a casual, so I'd rather stay a casual. And they said, Well, if you, when we're actually getting rid of all our casuals, so we're going to put you on a full time contract or you have to find somewhere else to work. And I was like, Fine. And I'm like, All right. So when is the fucking physical? And they're like, It's this Friday. And I was like, Fuck, you know. And I'm like, There's no way I'm going to pass this physical. So I had like a week up my sleeve. So what I did was drink, I stopped all the weed and I drank nothing but water. But um, the drug testers, they're onto this because if your piss is too clear, and it looks too much like water they're suspicious of it so yeah. what i did was just before i went in to do the piss test uh, i drank yellow gatorade to make my piss look like it was yellow and i actually passed the drug test cuz they looked at it and said it looks like piss and then, and they were like yeah yeah fine you know they didn't <laughs> actually bother you know because they they well because it's a, like a testing place and they're only really looking for like red flags yeah, yeah, so yeah. I knew that going in. So I'm like, well, if I can just make it look like piss, then I'll probably get away with it. If yeah. I don't get away with it, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll get another job. No, yeah. But so I was like, all right, well, so I drank nothing but water for a week to kind of cleanse my system as much as I possibly could. And then, like, just before I went in, because I, because by the time I, I trained my body, I was pissing, like, every hour at that point, mm-hmm. you know. I was just constantly flushing. And so, b- by that point, I knew if I sculled, like, two litres of yellow Gatorade 20 minutes before I went in, what I, what's coming out is going to be fucking yellow Gatorade. Yeah. So, it came out yellow, and she looked at it, and she shook it around a little bit, and she's like, nah, it's all good. And I'm like, yeah, fucking fool, Jesus, thanks, mate. <laughs> nice. nice,
3: Gary. Nice, Gary.
1: Nice, Gary.
2: Very good. Yeah. Um, I think it, right. Uh, do you let uh, mute a word of the week. Let's do this Optus stuff. Cause I need to mute, I did mute the word Optus this week. Uh, cause they, they couldn't communicate with us. So I'm like, I feel wrong that they're able to communicate with
1: me. So Optus is the second biggest, uh, telecommunications company in this country. It's yep. basically a duopoly. So you've got two Telstra and an Optus, and then they on sell every other product to all the other providers that you have. Yep. So... Uh, I guess it, in a, the American equivalent would be like, I think it's like TPG and uh, what's the, I think it's like TPG and another one that they have in okay. the States. Greener. So it's a similar situation here. So you're either with one or the other, even if you go with one of the other companies, they're just buying stuff. They're, from... they're buying
2: off that. Yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. So what happened was uh, on Wednesday, uh, the second biggest or one of the biggest uh, telecommunications companies. Uh, their whole service shut down nationally for between I think it was four a.m. it went out, oh, and I think it came on a day, yeah. yeah back on at like one p.m. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically half of the country was black like blackout. Had no,
2: no internet, no phone, no phone. Rent.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing too. It wasn't no just the internet; it in was also the open. phone service as well. So you couldn't even text work and say, I can't show up because the internet's out. Because if you if your phone plan was also with the same provider as your internet provider, you were fucked. You were up shit yeah. creek. Couldn't do anything. Actually, the lady, Boogs, when this was going on, she brought up a very interesting point, which I, like, I pondered for a good time, Greener. If you're an executive at Optus and the Optus service goes out nationwide how can you contact your people to tell them that they need to fix stuff? Yeah. Now, they must have a backup Telstra account.
2: Surely. <laughs> something had to be working for them to know. They must have another
1: up. phone account. They must have a yeah. Vodafone account or something mm-hmm. with somebody. Because...
2: They went, they, no, 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 no. They went down to the local server, got themselves a Vodafone a prepaid, prepaid. card. Yeah. We can text each other. Hey Jim, this isn't looking
3: good.
1: Imagine the CEO of Optus going down to the local fucking 7 Eleven and being like, Yeah, you got one of those twenty dollar cards? You know, I just yeah. I just I really just need to call like three other executives and get through Sure executives
2: yeah. to then call five thousand people and hope they've got a card. <laughs> right. But then they try to call the staff who are all on yeah. Optus yeah. and uh sorry mate, unavailable. Unavailable,
1: the service is down. So yeah. actually That's how do they communicate? if you work at a telecommunications company and because clearly they would be on, on an Optus account, like the Optus building would be running on Optus internet. Yep. You know, that's not, it's not running on Telstra. It's not yep. running on a competitor service, but what's your contingency plan? It's an interesting fucking question. It really that is. Like I, 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 no I was, asked that yet. and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? I, I guess that they would have to have like, and my only summation was, I wonder if, like, I wonder if Optus headquarters has like a Telstra account, and Telstra headquarters has an Optus account, just in case. In case one of them one of them fucks up, and you have to go through the other one, and you have to log into Telstra. Like, Hmm. I, I, I I imagine that they probably they'd have to, wouldn't? How else could they possibly communicate with all their people? Because everyone that they need to speak to. Everyone who's like a decision maker at Optus would be on a free Optus account. You think so? Of course, like you couldn't, you couldn't be like a high level executive at Optus and be using Telstra because you'd mm. be getting free Optus. Like it yeah. would be part of your contract. You're not paying for it, yeah, no. exactly. So, how did they actually communicate this this outage? It's fascinating mm. to me. I'd love to know how they actually. Yeah, That's a very good question. Yeah, and the other thing that I thought of was. You know, because we were discussing and, uh, you know, we were on our way to find Wi-Fi at some local cafe or something. And uh, I said to Lady Books, you know, uh, you know, the topic was brought up like, so I said like, so, because she was listening to the radio. She was listening to Kyle and Jackie O. She got updates on the news. Um, I wasn't listening to the radio. And I said, look, so have they mentioned like what, what that cause is? And she's like, not yet. And I said, you know what? The thing with this is, because she said, ah. Uh, they they've already come out and said it's definitely not a cyber attack. Am <laughs> I <Nice, Gary.
3: Nice laughs> scary? No, it's definitely
1: not hackers. Yeah. Okay. And I said, Yeah, that's the beautiful part about that is so that's PR 101, right? You come out as soon as the outage happens and you say, Look, guys, it's not a security issue. It's definitely mm. not a security because it's better to lie now because um, you 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 can't come out now and say we don't know. So, so if you say we don't know, then people will make up their own story. So you're better off saying yeah. it's definitely not this, even if you don't know, right? Because at yeah. least – because you need to – because people are idiots and you need to wrap them in a safety blanket of like a false sense of security. Yeah. So otherwise they'll go crazy. So you come out and say, look, guys, it's definitely not a cyber attack. And then three weeks from now, a month from now, they'll say – We're launching an internal investigation as to the root cause of that outage a month ago. And by that time, 50% of the population has already forgotten about it and they're not interested. And then, six or seven months from now, when the internal, the quote unquote internal investigation wraps up, they'll come out and say, Well, it was a cyber attack. But by that point, only 5% of the population gives a fuck. And when they bring it up in the news and they'll say, Remember that? Remember when Optus was down for that? that day um you know this will be halfway through 2024 this will be on the news tonight mm-hmm. at six o'clock remember when optus was down that day turns out it was a cyber attack after all and most 95 percent of people will roll their eyes and go i don't even remember Well, well do you remember that oh yeah i kind of do well, yeah they'll well, remember it but then they're like oh yeah whatever and then we'll yeah. move on because the yeah, service exactly. would have been fine for the last six months exactly so you know I think it would actually be better for Optus to come out and say it was a cyber attack, because otherwise the only other inference that you can draw is that they're incompetent, yeah, <laughs> that they fucked up somewhere, Yeah. they made a mistake, and wouldn't Wait, you rather so be a victim? Someone literally
2: yeah. flicked a switch that meant
1: half the people didn't have. Someone leaned on someone leaned on a, in leaned on a switch in the office somewhere <laughs> and switched it all off. Say, oh, I don't know what's going on. you're better off saying you were attacked because then you can say I'm a
2: victim it's someone else's fault you can come out with a promo video
1: and say look we're all in this together Uh, we care just as much as you do security is all of our responsibility you know you can come out with those fluffy videos and then you'll be sweet
2: so. Um, well, what I found interesting about the whole thing, aside from everything you've just raised, was a couple of little snippets uh, that the byproduct of the outage that just made me chuckle a little bit. This one actually came from Optus Help. Mm. Um, we are aware of some mobile phones are having issues connecting to Triple O, which is our nine one one for American listeners. Our emergency, like I'm dying. Yeah. Where can I call? You
1: dial triple zero. There, there is a ter- a bomb just went off. You call triple yeah. zero. You're having a heart yeah. attack. You call triple zero. Someone's yeah. holding a gun to your head. You call. Well, you wouldn't call triple zero on that point. Uh, it'd probably be too late. But someone's trying to break into your house. You call triple 000. Like zero. It's nine one one. Yeah. So uh, obviously
2: that was an issue because with the Optus customers, normally even with an outage with telecommunication companies, triple zero still works. No That's matter true. what. That's true. Yeah. There's a weird kind of workaround, yep. which is where I'm assuming the executives were able to contact people with the workaround. <laughs> so they had to go through to the work
1: government work. and go, "This is an emergency. I work for Optus. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I need to get in touch they- with Jim at the local fucking." Uh, yeah. plant he needs to put the switch yeah. tell him he he's lent on switch. the switch again
2: Hang on. <laughs> um because it's not a cyber attack um but here's what they said there's their suggestion if optus customers need to call emergency services we suggest finding a family member or neighbor with an alternative device fucking, but, so you're so,
1: literally promoting the fucking competition now
2: so optus's advice to hey draw try someone a else <laughs> Go find
0: someone who's got a better phone service to call the hospital for you. What a
1: win this is for
0: Optus. (laughs) That's a
1: win. By the way, (laughs) this was tweeted out by the account called Optus Help. Yeah, that's
2: helping. This is the the, help. That's like the gold verified account as well. Like this is the one we have to take seriously because it's it's gold and verified. If you want to call Triple O, our phones are so fucked up. We recommend in a time of you dying... Go find
3: someone. We better
1: find service. I did. I did actually find this tweet amazing when you sent it through because I was like, "Wait, triple zero wasn't even working?" Because I I remember reading uh, something and someone was like, "Yeah, you know, someone tried to call triple zero and the service was down." And I said to the lady, "Books, oh, that's bullshit. Triple triple zero always works. Like, you you don't need service for triple zero. So it was that bad." bad. yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess seven months from now, we'll find out that it actually was a cyber attack after yeah, 100% all. I understand it was. Yeah. Of course it um, was. So that,
2: that was one bad take. That's a bad situation. Now, I don't like to bring politics into this show, but mm. sometimes politicians try to stick their nose into things and it makes no sense why I like to bring it into our show. Well, now, this is Basil Zempelis. Uh, do you say, I was, one- I was
1: going to ask you this. Do you say Zempelis or Zempalis?
2: Whatever it was, Zempilus. It's P-I-L. Basil
1: Zempalis. Oh, I'm going
2: call it Zimparis. There's no
1: A there. I think yeah, I know, but I think that's the way Basil Zimbalis it's, it's 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 like the it's like the um the intonation of how you say it. It's not Zempalis like I say it, but I'm a lazy anyway, speaker. It's anyway. Zimparus. Yeah. It's Basil.
2: So yeah. Lord Mayor Basil Z whatever his name is.
1: Who's a former uh football former commentator? And former now, player as well, wasn't he? I think he played uh, think a little so. bit. Yeah.
2: Now he's now he's a politician over there in WA. But uh he he's like oh, I'm Lord Mayor of all.
1: Perth, Greener.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna strike while the iron's hot I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna have a bit of crap. I'm gonna do some little political fucking maneuvering here.
1: Yeah.
2: Lord Mayor it's Basil, whatever his points. name is, yeah. slams Optus's naming right for Perth Stadium amid stadium national outage. <laughs> so because <laughs> no, the, the internet was down. <laughs> He's taking corporate sponsorship, yeah, of a stadium. He's like, I'm gonna fucking have a crack
1: at this. He's, he's, I mean, look, he's a dead shit. <laughs> he's a dead, he's a dead, dead shit. shit. What the fuck, bro? We don't use right, this term. Right. Right. I know, right? People are fucked. He's, fuck. uh, but uh, look, this is no different. Like, Lord mayors of cities in Still, this in, like, in that's a fight, well, in this country especially, like what yeah. you have. What you have to understand is about Australia is we are like one of the most over-governed countries on earth. There are more public servants per head of like per capita here than just about any other country on earth because mm-hmm. we have hyperinflated local government and state government and federal government. And they all kind of like, it's it's a big fun, kind of human caterpillar situation it's a scissoring situation, you know, like a triple scissoring, yeah. triangle scissoring a lot of, situation. A lot of scissoring happening, yeah. You know? Um, so the Lord Mayor of a particular city is pretty fucking innocuous. Like, he really... the honorary title. It really is. Like, he really can't do anything or make yeah. any real changes. He can
2: complain about a corporate sponsorship of a stadium in his yeah. state.
1: He can make noise. He can be like a dog yeah. in a backyard barking. But this Very is annoying. all Lord Mayor's. Like, we've put up with um, the City Lord Mayor, Clover... Clover... What's her last name? Clover, Clover Moore. Now, she's been... Do- she made a career out of this, right? What she you do heard, is... Yeah. Any issue in Sydney you deflect it to the state government and she's mm-hmm. she's kind of got a point in that the state government is basically in control of what happens in Sydney because everything that happens because guess what Sydney is in the state mm-hmm. <laughs> right so what affects state politics affects Sydney politics but the state will kick it up to the federal level and I say oh it's not our fault the federals are to blame for this and so it goes to Australian fucking parliament and like in Canberra and they're like, oh well, we can't change this because that's controlled by the state. And the local government says, well, we can't change this. It's controlled by the state. The state government says, well, the federal government needs to step in. Federal government says this needs to be handled at local level. It's a it's a complete fucking circus politics <laughs> in this country.
2: We need a royal commission. Yeah. <laughs> we need a royal commission in this one. And Man. they create the royal commission six years later. I mean and it goes back to the obvious point of like they do the Royal commission and six years later,
1: Oh, what was that thing we complained about eight years ago? Yeah, ah, no one remembers. Yeah. No, yeah. We were talking right at the start of the show. We should, we should have done a podcast about what we were talking about pre-show, about like call it, you know, corporate world or whatever. Uh, they, they, uh, I've made the point on this show before that the people who end up in politics are just less talented corporate hacks. Like the, the talented corporate hacks make it in the corporate world, right? And where they earn three times as much money and they run companies and stuff. If you're not that talented, you end up in politics, yeah. Because there's almost zero accountability. You can do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want, and you actually get to tell business what to do. You you make yeah. the rules for them, so you end you kind of end up in the in the political world instead. And yeah, you know, a lord mayor for a city, like look at the London lord mayor. His job is to, you know, have a Twitter account. He doesn't even run his Twitter. He doesn't even run his Twitter account. Some fucking intern does. Yeah, I understand they do. And, you know, they come out and they they take pictures of him at some diversity festival or something. And he's like, you know, here in the city of London, we're promoting diversity because we believe all voices lead to a brighter future for a stronger London. Like, it, 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 it is so easy to write this stuff. I can do mm-hmm. it while I... I'm drunk here at quarter to 11 on a Friday night, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, right? it, it's so easy to write that kind of shit. And, but that's their job. And this is Basil, you know, got this idea. He's the Perth Lord mayor. He's a completely honorary title. He really has no relevance whatsoever in any kind of political decision making whatsoever. Uh, so Basil's suggestion to improve the Perth community is
2: to go, Hey, we're yeah. going to take away the million. We want you to take away the millions of dollars that fund the stadium <laughs> each year from the corporate branding, yep. and make it still successful.
1: Yeah, because the other thing too to recognise here is Perth people are strange, like they're they're a different breed. Uh, Perth is geographically, statistically, the most isolated capital state capital city on planet Earth, and you can Google that um, because. Perth. Makes sense. Perth is on the west coast of Australia, and they have ocean on one the ha, they have the Indian Ocean on one side, where you have to sail for days to get to fucking the subcontinent, right? And they have desert on the other side, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So they are very isolated and they're very strange. I think I've mentioned this story before. Uh, in Perth, they have um, Western Australia Bank, right? Perth Bank, WA Bank. Yeah. Now, the WA Bank will run ads on Perth TV, and so w- when we think of the big four banks here, we think of NAB. What is it? NAB, Commonwealth, Westpac, and ANZ. Right? Yeah. Those are the bit that's that's what in this country they refer to as the big four. Those are the big four banking institutions in Australia. Now in WA they don't really use them. They have their own bank. They have WA Bank or Perth Bank or whatever the fuck it's called. And this company over there will run ads on TV in Perth. and It will show, like, the logos of these other banks. And it's like, don't trust those East Coast banks. They they don't have your best interests at heart. Use your WA bank. It's full on. They have, like, a big victim mentality over... They think that the East Coast that we, me and Greeno, live on are consumed with stomping down the West Coast. But we... The West Coast is so irrelevant to us we don't even know that they're there half the time. Until stories like this come up. And it's like, oh, look at Basil, fucking Lord Mayor of Basil Perth, Bill. doing yeah. doing dumb shit on Twitter. Yes. You know, that's that's all we care about. We don't care about Perth. You're over there. You're doing your own thing. We don't you're a different, you they're practically a different country to us. You know what I mean? We're in the Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, Canberra kind of bubble, and Perth is its own fucking entity. It's a mutant on the other side of the country. They're doing their own thing, man they got desert and ocean separating them from everybody else. So I've been to Perth a few times. I uh, haven't been for a long time, but I've, I went over a few times when I was younger. It's a very strange place. People are strange there. They did, they're they just different. And they you can tell it's the isolation thing. It's like a big yeah, country it's a town. Yeah, like country, yeah. Yeah. So they're just different kind of folks, you know. They're very folksy over there. They're very they're they're, they're more fine. redneck than Queensland yeah. in many respects, you know. It doesn't
2: give any excuse for Basil's dumb comments, sir.
1: No, but it, it it doesn't give an excuse for it, but it kind of explains it A because he's like, you know, <laughs> he's tweeted this out, right? The Basil's Impala's uh Twitter account has tweeted out Lord Mayor Basil Zampala slams Optus naming right for Perth Stadium mid-national outage. Wouldn't he say I'm slamming? Oh, I- yeah. <laughs> Nice. He's scary. speaking in the third person, Gruner. Speaking
2: in third person. That's what I'm, <laughs> They're diff- that's what I'm saying. They're
1: different. That's what I'm saying. They're different.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give uh, Basil like uh, one kind of nice Gary because nice at least he's already, nice getting, he's already, getting into the culture of cancelling everything.
1: Yeah, he's gonna
2: cancel the naming rights because of a national outage. That's what we like. This one was taken to the next level this week, where Kmart's handbags have been pulled from stores after the Australian Jewish Association what? wrote to West Farmers, who owns Kmart, what? asking for it to be removed. Now, what? these these things were built and printed. Hamas. In, it's Hamas. Like, it's Hamas. Like, you know, right. On, so they, they created a handbag saying "Merry Hammas," hence Christmas, oh, but with ham. I'm now, gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna retweet this.
2: <laughs> oh
3: my god, it's Hamas. <laughs> it's Hammas. Oh,
2: so
3: <laughs>
2: this has caused outrage. Now, uh, what I've seen over the coming days is these are still available in store. However, you're no longer allowed to purchase them. What? So they can it be
1: available to, if you can't buy it.
2: So you take them to the counter and you go to the register because everything's self service now because no one refuses to serve you. So you try and uh, scan it, and won't allow you to scan it.
1: This is wild. This is next mm. level crazy.
2: This is such an, once again, this is such an innocent thing. This wasn't created after what's happened in the last four weeks. This was literally something, uh, generated and like printed. It looks, it looks like, fucking, it looks like a
1: fucking, it looks like a mum made it, you know? Like
2: hundred percent. It's like, Hey, what are we going to do? Oh, like it's Christmas. We love ham. We're going to do ham, hammers. We'll do hammers. Excellent. That's not going to be offensive in six months time. Print it, print a fucking hundred thousand of the fuckers. They're gonna love it. it by hand what are people saying cams? about?
1: What are people saying about this? this... I don't know.
2: I, I didn't scroll down to be fair. Uh see, see
1: I see. Now I agree with Alex Rivchen, whatever whoever he is. Uh, this is what I'm thinking too. I don't know if you've just posted some parody stuff or this actually happened.
2: No, this this is a legitimate thing. It's actually on the Kmart website
1: people are like, is this actually true? Like, this this is the Australian kind of mentality. It's like, no, surely not. Like it can't be this bad. Uh, we need to, we need to, we need a moratorium on fucking insanity right today. Because look, I accept that there are people in the world who want to ban things, but I'm sorry, Australian Jewish association. You need to fucking pull your head in. You need to check yourself before you fucking wreck yourself. Okay. Okay. If you're trying to endear yourself to the public and, uh, you know, win the hearts and minds of people, this is not how you go about it. I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. Like, I'm not sure if you realize that – see, them making the – if this is true, them making the complaint makes the connection because for everybody else in this country – they look at that and go, oh, hammus, because what do we eat here in Australia, Green? We eat. We eat Christmas ham. Ham. It's, a fucking, it's a ham bag. It's a ham bag for your ham, your Christmas well, ham. Do you
2: eat at Christmas?
1: Yeah. So merry like, hammus. Like, this uh, wasn't
2: this wasn't created to be offensive. This wasn't created to be political. Literally, wow. like you said, some mum created this, I reckon. Yeah. Some Like there's a Cheryl sitting there. In, in In the Kmart, like, creative department right now who just lost her job because she didn't understand the political landscape six months in the future.
1: This is um, wild.
2: So Mary Hammers, I, I'm going to go fucking buy a dozen of them tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Fucking hand them out. Let's make them prizes, Greener.
2: Yeah. 100%. Oh, it's so like when I bought the uh, Cleveland Indians jersey with the Chief Wahoo. Yeah. I to like, buy one before they ban it. I'm like, better get in. Uh,
1: so I'm going to get us some Mary Hamas. See, this is, this is, this is like. We're canceling everything, sir. Oh, uh, look, I and I know I've been on the cancel everything journey, you know, uh, even a lot longer than you have, Green. You know, I've been yep. kind of fucking flogging this horse for a long time. This is this is oh, I'll put it out there. This is quite possibly the most ridiculous one I've ever seen. <laughs> oh,
4: this is no, worse than coon no. cheese.
1: This is worse no. than this is worse than like guys being allowed to go into the girls' changing room. This is worse than all of them. This is like quite possibly the most ridiculous one that I have ever seen. Merry Christmas.
2: Oh, Let's let's go to the next segment, shall we, sir? Oh God! Cousins oh, of birds? No. no. Oh, nice, Gary. When no. <laughs> Monica's clouded by racism and misogyny are to be renamed. Renaming
1: the birds now. We're renaming
2: the birds, demo. Oh my because God! Because they they got links to misogyny and racism. <laughs> um. <laughs> what have we got here? Here you go. So this is the. Uh, this is a statement from Colleen Handel, the AOS president. The
1: who? The what
2: president? What president?
1: Who are these organizations? Uh,
2: these are the people that name the birds, apparently.
1: No. I it, See, I want to hear from the Bird Watching Society or something. Yeah. You know? There
2: is power in a name, and some English bird names have associations with the past that continue to be exclusionary and harmful today.
1: See, look.
2: Fuck off and fuck off now. And they name the birds?
1: Yeah, who are you to name birds? If, if you're such a moral arbiter, oh, why go. can't you let the birds name oh, themselves?
2: I uh, No, man. I, I don't know. You might need to uh, beep this out in post, uh, but here's the name one of the birds that need to be changed. Yeah. The Thick-Billed Longspur. The the what? Yeah. Thick-Billed Longspur. Now, okay. that was once named after a Confederate soldier named for his racist legacy. Better fucking change the
1: name. Oh, fucking Crimea River. Jesus. The
2: orbs the all uh, what's this? All Audubon's Spearwater is named after John James Auburn, a famous bird with a legacy of white supremacy. So we got to name, we're going to rename that oh, bird.
1: Oh, it's it's actually worse because I was expecting you to say this one's called the black cunt duck.
2: Yeah, this one's called the nigger saying. bird. I you never, know, like, I, never, I was expecting I never, clicked on the. I never clicked on the names. This is this
1: is a kike foul, you know. <laughs> like I was expecting some you know, kind of really offensive racial slur. All the
2: people offended by the thick billed long spur and the all burstan See,
1: I always thought that anthropo, <laughs> like not anthropology. I always thought that, like, the naming of species was generally attributed. Like, you can name it whatever you want as long as you're the first one to record it. You're the one that recorded it. So that's basically how the system works, right? So, and and look, we all accept that maybe this bird was called, um, you know, something by, like, the local indigenous people or whatever in whatever place you're from. But I'm sorry, you didn't didn't write it, but you didn't document it. So the first time – and we also happen to live in the what's called the Anglosphere, which is, you know, the remnants of the once, um, you know, dominant kind of English empire, right? So, of course, what, what we refer to uh, is going to be named – we're drawing on that history, that line of history, right? So yeah. to retrospectively go back and say, okay, this was named after this particular person who had particularly – pretentious like awful fears i i hope if you're someone out there who's listening to this and you agree with like renaming birds because they're named after people in history i hope uh, that you find offensive i hope that you understand that you know 100 years from now 200 years from now 300 years from now there's just as much an equal chance that someone's going to rename your rename because you're a fucking pussy yeah (laughs) right There's just as much chance, like the changes, you have to understand that the changes you think that you're making now are going to last forever. That's what everybody who has changed things in society has believed when they've changed things, right? Mm-hmm. Very few of them stick. So we have like, we we adopted a lot of shit from like the Roman empire. That was 2000 years ago, Greener like the months, you know, the names of the months and the calendar and stuff, that's all Roman yeah. stuff, okay? now It isn't pretty
2: fucked up shit.
1: Unless you're going to come up with a new month in the calendar, <laughs> I don't think your renaming of the birds uh, is going to fucking fly. Pardon the pun.
2: Unintended, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, years from now. Uh, people will just one day, I think we, I, I don't know if you feel this and I I feel we're getting so much closer to that point where even ordinary people who like really don't want to offend anyone or don't really pay attention to this stuff are really they're gonna look at stuff like this and go are you serious. Are you it's real? no,
2: things I've noticed things are starting to turn a little bit, they are back in that where it's reached – it's almost the uh the seesaw of ridiculous, yeah, ridiculousness has now tipped, yeah. We're like, yeah, like, we've, we've gone too far. It's like here. we have <laughs> to let
1: people keep continue to be. And I, I've, I've been saying this for years. Don't fight people who have these ridiculous ideas. Let them, let them grow. Let, let them get blossom. Loose. Yeah, go nuts. Yeah. Cancel everything. That's because what i saying. Because this is the best argument against, yeah. like, you know, you can you can get angry on and argue with people on social media and say, you're an idiot and, you know, you shouldn't be renaming stuff and this is bullshit. Or you can, you can encourage them because encouraging them actually accelerates it and then they just get more empowered and they'll yeah. feel like that they can ban more things and change more things. And that actually – that that does a better job of convincing the average person than you ever would, you know?
2: And this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like a name of birds are named after people that used to have certain character traits. Like it's, yeah,
1: Yeah, it's, it's It's pretty wild stuff, man. It's nuts. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's not even the nigger bird. It's not even like offensive.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Oh,
2: um, I love it. As man. I, I forgot to throw to your uh, the. Yeah, I got, got a couple of. I got a couple of things.
1: I got a couple of things here for you. So
2: yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll do your your two and then let's uh, let's call it a night. I think.
1: All right. Well, let me pour a bevy. I, you're, you're cutting me short before we've even started here.
2: Well, hang on. Well, can you put put some holding music
1: on? Let me go to the bathroom. Okay. Let me find some. All right. This will do. <music> has gone, that has to be some of the most iconic TV show music that's ever been written, hasn't it? This this bit especially, right at the end here. That that linger. Whoever the guitar guy is in this piece is just he must be super chill. Bum, 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 bum. He only just chimes in every now and then again. I bet he's a big BB King fan. It's kind of the way BB King played guitar. BB he, he, King used to say he hates chords. He never played chords. The reason that BB King got so good at playing guitar was because he hated playing chords. So he just soloed all the time. I think I feel like this guy is channeling him because he hasn't played one chord yet. <laughs> He might also be an Eddie Van Halen fan, listening to the guitar effect. It's all about the bass. This song, though, no? the boom, 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 It's all about the bass. It's all about the bass. That bass. That bass. No treble. See, without that bomb bomb bit, this piece really has nothing to offer. Building up to the crescendo now. All oh, right, I'm back. That's all right. We're just doing a musical analysis of the. Um, the court dates music. What show was it from again? Hang on, here's here's the big here's the payoff, Greeno. The pause, the big pause. I was just saying how the guitarist must have been a BB King fan because he only plays solos, and that that song yeah. is just actually all about the bass line. That one bomb bomb. Yeah. Without that, it's nothing. So, yeah. all right. I wanted to I wanted to bring you this to you because uh, we've been motorsport fans, uh, specifically oh Formula life. One you, fans, all yeah. of our life. But uh, yes, all forms of motorsport. Um, I love my rally. I love my V eight supercars. I love my Formula One. Uh, we've we've watched a lot of motorsport. Greenos like MotoGP, Formula One. You know. Specifically, Formula One though has been the one that you, you and I have both gravitated yeah, towards. Yeah, between the
2: two versus, yeah, normally Formula One.
1: Normally Formula One, and it's it's you know it's the history, it's 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 so much, it's the personalities, it's the it, they they refer it to, it, to it, Greeno, the show, ah, it's the show, ah. right? Formula One is the show. It goes all around the world, and it's the most money and the most. It's the super. It's the Formula One is like the rock star of motorsport. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the supermodels, it's the cocaine, it's the it's the girl that we uh, interviewed on my phone, which was lost in Melbourne at the time, Yeah, uh, which I'll never, I, her, her face is tattooed on my brain. I, she was Polish, I think, if I'm not mistaken. She worked for the Williams so. F1 team. Yeah. And um, she was, I wish a, I was she was a yeah. caterer, yeah, for the yeah. Formula One team. And because we stayed in the hotel across the road from the track, so we had Williams and I think a couple of other teams that were staying there yeah. as well. And we were out in the smoking area and uh, she was out there and we were we were talking to her and, you know, like, oh, wow. So you work with the Formula 1. So yes, I'm a kid, you know. And um, so it's like, oh, okay, that must be fun, traveling the world and, you know, going on the Formula 1 tour. And she looked at us legitimately serious and said, I wish I was dead, yeah. <laughs> which is – I'll never forget that. It was so fucking yeah. funny. And we laughed. Yeah, and yeah. That's the thing that I knew she was serious. We laughed and she didn't. <laughs> you know, she – she-
2: I knew she was serious as well because the smoking area that we were in at the time was such a dank little small corner.
1: Yes, it was. A yeah, hotel
2: where I'm like, I can't a understand. Of like, fake you plants
1: in, there. You know? Hey,
2: you're this lavish luxury lifestyle uh, apparently, and we are literally in a, a one by one meter square thing with six people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we dove a little bit deeper and, and it turns out that they don't really make that much. They don't make much money at all. They don't make, they, money. They, they make just, fuck
2: the, Run-of-the-mill yeah. stock yeah. standard, but the demands on them are if they're working yeah. in a restaurant.
1: So it's like it's sold to people. It's like you'll get to travel the world and see all these yeah. places, but you're actually making a pretty shitty wage when you're doing it and yeah. the workload is excessive. And um But then, of course, you do get like, you know, those, those weekend, those weeks where there's like a three week break in between races, you know, that pays off for you. But well, unfortunately like you fucking, don't get enough, you, you, you don't get paid fucking, enough money to yeah. enjoy that three weeks. You know, you kind of broke for those three weeks cause you're not getting paid enough.
2: And look, I, I don't, I don't want to criticize what I'm saying. She also did get to spend an hour with the guys from the block.
1: That's true. Yeah.
2: In a one by one. I do wonder
1: it. if she remembers us like we remember her. I doubt it. I doubt not, it. Nah.
2: Nah. Yeah. Uh, she was definitely, she probably uh, committed suicide well, by now yeah.
1: actually come to think of it. So I, I actually stumbled across this purely by accident, um, the other day and I sent this through to our Twitter greener and I'm glad you didn't watch it. Cause I wanted to watch this with you. I just yeah. gave it one watch through and I was like, and I think what I said to you in our DM was what the fuck is this? Okay. Yeah. And, so have you, you, know, you said, what the
2: fuck is this for the show? So I'm like, well, I won't watch it. Yes. I'm going to save it for the show.
1: Okay. So I, now I have a couple of questions for you. Now, the first one is, do you know, have you ever heard of Formula E? Well, that's eSports, right? That's no, like the it's online not. version. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. No. So have you ever heard of Formula E?
2: No. Well, I, th- I thought I'd thought i heard of it. I thought that was the online it's version. No, because
1: e-sports, eSports is eSports. So Formula E is real-life racing cars in the real world.
2: No, I haven't heard of it. Okay. I know F1, I know F2, I know F3.
1: Okay, Greeno. Formula E is electric cars.
2: Oh, is this like that? Uh, what was the one, <laughs> one where they did it was years ago? A1GP. A1GP, that's the it's, one. It's
1: nothing but like A1GP. Me,
2: me and you Trust watched me. it were like, it's, we are fucking. We got. We stayed up all night. We're yeah. We're like, we're going to like, support is this. Yeah. It's amazing. We've got fucking countries. We've got the exact same. Race. We're gonna Will the Power was the
1: driver for Australia. Do you remember?
2: And we're, and we're watching. We're like, this is really crappy. Like it's, it's really, really bad shitty. Race.
1: Yeah.
2: Anyway. Um. Okay. So Formula E electronic racing. This is going to be interesting. No. No.
1: Electric cars. So like you know like battery operated.
2: cars. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. What well, that's what I mean by electronic okay. racing.
1: Now I'm going to let this play, and. Look, I have I have many things to say about this, but I just I really want to gauge your reaction. So, can you see the screen here? It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now tell me what you think, okay?
0: Formula E is a highly competitive fully electric racing series. 22 world-class drivers and 11 teams, including some of the world's biggest manufacturers, battle it out wheel to wheel on the streets.
1: Now I do need to point out at this time that they do have some pretty big names racing in this thing. Look, so yeah, I'm
2: uh, already intrigued, to be fair, because I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, it's motorsport, right? It is motorsport. motorsport.
2: We've got good drivers. Who cares what the engine is? They keep on trying to scale back this engine in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, used to have what V10 mm-hmm. F1s.
1: Now I don't even know what they are. Oh, like, look, like I'm, I'm all for. Like, I don't care much for the political discussion about climate change and stuff but i do i do very much uh get interested in um i i i really do i'm 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 a very kind of pro like um i i'm a pro renewable energy guy Mm. at heart uh it's just that our current base load of electricity that we lose we use it's not possible to replicate by purely um uh, renewable energy means, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's a, there's a scientific deficit there. There's a reality deficit there where people are like, "Let's ban all coal mining." It's like, well, you don't understand how much we need it. You know, like, <laughs> well, like I'd yeah. love to. I agree with you, kind of. I but yeah, you know.
2: I'm with you. We just need to find other ways to create energy. Yeah, it's a different
3: argument. But. Yeah,
1: and but I'm I'm all for like, um, you know progression and science and technology and racing like uh, it would be hypocritical of me to sit here and say that i want uh, to ban all performance enhancing drugs in sport <laughs> and say by the same token well we shouldn't advance uh, motorsport technology motorsport further,
2: and, you know. energy basis and no more, more like effectively cheaper and more efficient
1: but, well I, but again i don't even care about that um, well, I don't I care about I, don't, it. I don't care if it's cheaper or more efficient. I'm like, I just, I just love the, um, the scientific discovery nature of it. Like, yeah. hey, I actually, we, we made are. these super fast cars that run purely off a battery that runs your yeah. watch. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. I want to see that shit. Oh, really? you know? Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: Yeah, this is the equi- This is the motorsport equivalent of letting all the athletes Indeed. take yeah. performance enhancing drugs. You know, this is the same thing. Now, the other thing that appeals to me about this is, it's all. St- every single track is a street track. There's no circuits. It's all street tracks. So it's Monaco, Gold Coast. I love street tracks. Street tracks, not
2: like a track, except for the fact you can't overtake in a lot of
1: them. Yeah, but it's it's the whole thing about the walls. It's it's the environment that I like. It's buildings and walls, it's like, and it's hardcore. Uh, yeah. it's hardcore. It's hardcore. It's street racing, greener. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, so I love a stri- I love a good street track.
4: Now, street the, tracks
1: are imperfect as well. Like the I it's not a track. Seen, it's a road. I so seen
2: the rest of the clip, right? Yeah. And you, you've already a little bit poo-pooed the idea of Formula E. Hmm. Hear me out. I know nothing about motorsport. You know nothing about cars. Between us, we're going to fix it. Um, street races
4: yeah.
2: where the streets aren't closed
1: off.
4: <laughs> Light need for
1: speed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 50 laps. Cannonball run. During school hours. It's
1: cannonball run.
2: It's The going series. Yeah. You got to go down to forty for a bit, and
1: then...
2: <laughs> I'd watch that. So
1: you have to adhere to the speed limit, <laughs>
2: speed and the
1: traffic lights as well,
2: and the traffic lights, everything, and the. Well, traffic. then it just
1: becomes rush hour. For... We're all no, in but... that race. We're all but doing be... that.
2: Nah, no, but they're going to be electronic, and people will watch it.
1: It's going to be amazing. <laughs>
2: okay, so
1: I'm pro, <laughs> I'm pro. I'm pro. I'm pro racing. I'm pro street races. I'm pro uh, te- technological advancement in motorsport, and I think what you know the engineers and uh, the scientists do in motorsport is fucking phenomenal. So I'm all for yeah. it. And they do have some former big names like Nick Heidfeld races in this series. Oh yeah, yeah. former Williams driver. Uh, negative for the Formula E series is Takuma Sato has already. Right. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. yes.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's fuck up these I knew it's I'd nice. get
1: you with Takuma Sato. I, I
2: love me some Takuma Sato. Oh, I love it too. It? We've got a Madman on the track. That's yeah. the one, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. We've got a Madman on the track. All right, so we're twelve seconds into this clip now. All right, let's let's play I mean, on.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm down on the Formula E. We've got Takuma We've got street races. We're doing uh, school zones. Oh, it's mate. gonna be amazing. No, no, no.
1: See, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't yet seen what I've seen. You, your opinion will change. Trust me. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's carry on.
0: Class drivers and eleven teams, including some of the world's biggest manufacturers, battle it out wheel to wheel. That's the
1: other thing too. I like that. There's Nissan. There's oh, fucking gosh. yeah. There's other. There's many. I love. I want more. Manu- I wish Formula One had more teams. Mm. Uh, I wish there was more manufacturers. I
2: want more
1: teams that Max Verstappen just dominate. Oh, no. I, I, well, I'm a Max fan, so I can't. I can't condone I, I, that.
0: I max, but okay. I, I,
2: I gotta. I gotta.
1: Tip my hat I'm like. I'm a Red Bull fan and a Max fan, so I can't complain. like, me. like he's just
2: he's just too good at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, he is the king. Like he's broken record. Like the whole like oh it's he's the car. Not... Embarrassment this year, well, the whole but... thing that like oh it's the car, not him. It doesn't really wash. Because because when Schumacher was dominating, Barrichello was coming second every race.
2: Yeah, exactly. Sergio's not dominating. Everyone else is like, Max is just a freak.
1: He is a freak. He's he's the next level. With
2: a car that's perfectly tuned to him, yeah. And he's also a friend. So. But,
1: and the other thing too is like for Max, he's also matured a lot as well. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed. Like he's a, no, different, no, no. he's a different guy than he was a couple of years ago. There's,
2: there's a, a difference between Max. Like the reason Max wasn't winning four years ago is because he was a young talent who make bad decisions. Yeah. Now he's, he's a young talent that's matured. And he's making less bad decisions.
1: Yeah, he makes a lot of good decisions.
2: And it's so. a lot easier, And I suppose. It's also a lot easier not crashing into people where he's, like what he was doing historically when you're always out in front. But but he's when he's out, out
1: in front and someone else but is chasing him. He and they, but it's like and he, he reserves his pace, though, as well, like... He'll be out in front by five he's, seconds, and then second the place starts taking chunks of time out of him, and then he just puts in through two or three best laps, but one after one after one, until he builds the gap back up again. He's like, okay, I kept him back. The last you know, the last race, Lando ridiculous. was
3: was
2: catching up to him, yeah. and I think I think a Red Bull people said, "What what are you doing, Max?" And he's like, "You told me to slow like basically." Like you told me to watch my tires and then he put in three quick laps and, and put like, just gapped him by three seconds. Yeah. And was like, well, he's just fucking toying with him at the moment.
1: So yeah, he, uh-huh. he is toying with the whole field. He, he uh, is the guy really is. holding the, the toy and the cat is batting he's, the toy. He's yeah.
2: turning, I don't, I don't like him as a person, mm. but this year with the way I've watched him race, I'm like, well, he's like, just it's, a professional. Not, it's not like the old day. Like remember, yeah. Like you said, it was like. Ferrari of Schumacher-Barrichella. The Ferrari was just way quicker. Yep. The year of Braun. Braun. Where McLaren, that, that with, was just, uh, McLaren with... McLaren with uh, Coulthard and Hackenham. McLaren with was, Lewis
1: and fucking... Um, and uh, Mercedes with Lewis and Valtteri and Bottas, you know? They were dominant, you know?
2: Yeah. Like, it's not like that. It's... Max is just fucking too far ahead. It's, he's it's too insane. He's too
1: good. He's too... Yeah. By the way, side note, do you think Vettel will come back next year? No. Absolutely. I hope he does. I hope he does.
2: I'd love to see him. Like, I've turned I've turned also so on Vettel. It so much, so much. I, I lo- actually love yeah, Vettel I now. I love him too. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's so too. funny. Monica, when we started this this show, the moniker was Sebastian Vettel, biggest maker in F1.
1: But because then, that was in the middle of the, um, the Weber versus uh, Vettel yeah. rivalry. So, of course, we're going to take Weber's um, position because we're Australians. So, fuck Vettel.
2: Come to, I've come to love Sebastian Vettel in the same way I've come to love Fernando Alonso and I'm starting to turn a little bit on Verstappen. Yeah, um, yeah. I still think he's a wanker, but oh, he's
1: a wanker with a shit ton of talent. Yeah, I, I actually and Verstappen is like a guy he cares more. I think he legitimately cares more about his sim racing, like e racing team, than he does about his real life Formula. I genuinely believe that. Like, <laughs> it's so true, man. Like, he cares more about like racing on i racing than he does about yeah. Formula One. I, I, I think Verstappen is the kind of guy who will be like, when this has been a pretty boring season, he's he's come out and said, I wish that there was more challenge. Like, mm. he's, I think he's legitimately bored. Like, if you he, listen he, to his to post-race. Yeah.
2: Post-race, br- Chris- yeah, good Chris race, like, everybody. It's, uh, it's another, good oh, one, really you know. another good one.
1: He's bored out of his he's mind.
2: bored. He's like more <laughs> he's like a like, Yeah. yeah. Can someone can get close, so at least, like at least that year when he had Lewis, like, yeah, and they were fighting till the last race. That was a, that was that was the year that brought me back into F one because that was good racing, and then yep. Max has ruined it with his dominance the last two years. But um,
1: I, I just, I, I just, just I, I, I pray more than anything as a Formula One fan. I just want Fernando to win another ch- one more not, race. Not yeah, it's not, all not all even life. a championship, just one more race.
2: So I want yeah, I'm with you. I want one more Fernando win. Because he's, him, he's yeah.
1: now, like, he's at the age, like, Fernando Alonso is my favorite driver. Greeno knows this. He's like, for me, Fernando is the GOAT. Like, he's the mm-hmm. best. Um, he, he won two world championships in 05 and 06. With Benetton? With Benetton. Renault, Flat, Benetton. No. But he hero. finished second, like, four times, I think, as well. So he yeah, could he easily was... be, like, a six-time championship winner. But it was just bad luck or, like, one race mm. or whatever that Prevented him from doing so. You well, so, also
2: drove in the same era as Lewis, and Lewis always had the faster car. So.
1: Well, yeah, but you know, Fernando might have got clipped by somebody during the season that cost him ten points, and it, it was, was those fun. kinds of things. And he lost, he lost. I think it was two or three championships by less, like one or two points as well. So he yeah. fin- he finished second by one or two points, like two or three times. So it, he's he's arguably one of the unluckiest. Formula one champions of all time as well. Like he could have won so many more, except he, he kind of got a lot of bad luck along the way. Um, but Fernando for me has always been the go. And I always feel like if Fernando was in the fastest car, he would be just as fast as anyone, if not faster. Um, even though he's like 42 years old now, he still fucking wrings the neck out of that fucking Aston Martin. Yeah, he's proved this year. Oh, he's ridiculously fast. Could you imagine, like, just say next year Red Bull, because there's talk like Red Bull's going to rehire Danny Rick. It's like, why don't you grab Fernando? <laughs> just see what happens. Put Fernando against um, Verstappen Max, and see how it goes.
2: Max would never allow it. Yeah,
1: well, he might not because
2: he knows Fernando would would fucking be
1: right up there. Well, yeah, he might not beat him, but he would fucking push him all the way. He'd be right up, yeah, hundred percent. He'd be right up there. And I'd love to see Fernando in a dominant car just one more time, just one well, I more he time. Was this year at the start of the year we're like,
2: oh man, this has oh, to. It wasn't was dominant,
1: lot. but it was, the, it was it was the best rocket. of the rest at the start. The best of the rest. I'm yeah. like,
2: if if Verstappen gets one DNF, mm. we like he could actually get this win we're after. But- yeah.
1: Just Didn't one more happen. Alonso win because I reckon it would mean so. I reckon he would cry on the podium. Oh, it would mean so much. Yeah, room. yeah. Because it yeah, would yeah, be yeah. like 10 years since his last win or something. More, 12 if not years. Longer, yeah, like it would have been back in the McLaren days, wouldn't it? Yeah. So two, 2010, I reckon, was probably his last. Can you Google that yeah. just quick? When yeah, was it it Alonso's up. last yeah. Formula One Grand Prix win? Looking it up as we speak. A double champion. And it's been so long since he won a race. Uh, But I always feel like it's bad luck. He's been in bad cars, basically, for the last 10 years as well. But he's still just as quick as anyone out there. It's ridiculous. Um,
3: There's a whole documentary
1: you can watch, by the way, if you're interested in this, about Fernando Alonso's driving style, which is what makes him kind of Fernando. The fact that he drives it differently to everyone else. He kind of throws the car into the corners where everyone else is a little more scientific about it he's very much like a feel kind of guy you know he likes to oversteer the car and like the ass the ass of the car swings out and he 2013 2013. 2013
2: two wins with scuderia ferrari wow he had a win in 2018 in the Le Mans 24 hour
4: yep different we category different series five
2: wins in the fia uh world endurance championship yep. weather tech and then another win Le Mans. Yeah. And then it hasn't won anything since. But, yeah, 2013 answer question. Yeah. Regards to and he
1: almost won the uh, – I think he almost won the championship in 2013 f- with Ferrari too. He probably just missed out by a few points there as well, I think. Here's the interesting thing. How
2: many uh, race wins do you think Fernando's had in his career?
1: Oh, it's, it's not a lot. I, th- I would say, like, maybe 20-ish. Yeah, you're not far off. He's closer to 30. Okay. Yeah, so, like, but 27, 28. Like-
2: for a two time world championship, uh, what two time world champion only win like 30? And he's had a career, he debuted in 2001.
1: Yep, yep.
2: Uh, and he's only had, yeah, less than 30 wins mm-hmm. in a 22 year. Verstappen,
1: Verstappen, by comparison, just clocked up his he 50th, this he's won his 50th win just not long ago. Yeah, and he's only been in the sport.
2: Four years, I
1: think. Oh no, he, no, Verstappen's been for a long time. Um, no, 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 five he years. when he was very young. No, yeah. no, but he's been in Formula One for like five years, I think.
2: No, it, I think it's less
1: than that. Okay, Google. Perhaps when Verstappen, do Max Verstappen no. debut? I th- I'm yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be like around the 2017 mark because Vettel was still racing.
2: 2016. 2016.
1: Okay. So he's been racing for seven years. Seven years. Okay. Yeah. A long time. 2016, no, though. Well Red Bull wasn't. Red years. Bull wasn't really in the ascendancy in 2016. That was well and truly in the Lewis Hamilton era. Yeah. So yeah. 16, 17,
2: 18 is Hamilton era.
1: Yep. So. And then. So he was really only challenging for wins from 21,
2: 22, 23 is yeah. when he kind of. Started to kick up. So
1: he's won 50 races in the last three years, basically.
2: Three years, pretty much. Well, hang so on. Let's have a look. He won ridiculous. racing career Formula One. Wins. First race win was in. No, he did win in 2016. He won one. Okay. 2017, he won two. 2018, he won two. 2019, he won three. 2020, he won two. And then he's gone 10, 15, and 17 in the last three years wins. Yeah, the last three years. Have that's fucking been... ridiculous.
1: That's the Verstappen went, era. He went one, in.
2: two, two, three, two, and then he's gone 10, 15, 17. So like three races to go.
1: Look, I, I as long as Fernando, he's at
2: five hundred and twenty-four championship points this year.
1: Yeah, he's he's actually scored like we were having he's this the, discussion. He's won the
3: constructors. Yes, Champions.
1: we were having this discussion on Twitter uh, in our DM group and um, about the constructors oh, championship. Christ. He has yeah. scored more points this. on his own. Than any other two drivers have scored for their team combined.
2: This may be the greatest season in F one history. Yes. In the out. Okay. Let me go through these races. Right. He has not had a DNF yet. Okay. We have got two races to go. Here's what he's done this year: first, second, first, second, first, 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 fifth. First, 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 first.
1: That fifth would have been Singapore, wouldn't it? It was. Yep.
2: So he's gone. What's that? Fucking two, four, six. It's a fucking lot of races. He's He's gone first, except for, he's got first every time except for three races this year. Yeah. And then two of those three came second, and then he came fifth in Singapore. He hasn't missed out on the points any point this year. This is literally the greatest F1 season in history.
1: It is. It is. And, I, I, I was I, gonna, I gonna say like boring,
2: but until I put it on a page and I'm looking at these results, I'm no, like he's a freak. I'm really taking this year for granted.
1: Yes, we all are. I think this is like um, we're witnessing like a Bradman kind of level of greatness this, here.
2: Like he is almost gonna clean sweep.
1: Like Lewis never did this in his height when he had the dominant car. Schumacher never did this in his height when he had the dominant car. No. Nobody did. And the Red Bull isn't as dominant. Hear me out. The Red Bull isn't as dominant as the Ferrari was, as the Mercedes was, like, as the Braun was for Jensen. Mm. Like, it's not. It's clearly no, not.
2: otherwise Checo would be fucking. The Checo's not a mug, guy. Red
1: Checo's a fucking quick driver. He's a good driver, yeah. So um, I, ju- I just think we are witnessing, like, the coming of age of potentially the greatest of all time. You know, well, we're I, we're I, watching I, yeah. like Federer, you know, like.
2: Yeah, this is, yeah, this is ridiculous. So uh, I was
1: going to say, as long as Alonso is driving, he will always be my favourite because I just love Fernando. But yeah. I think the day he retires and look, people will say, oh, it's because he's winning. It's not really. I think that Max will be like my favourite driver, I think, when Fernando retires because I just think he's, he is the fucking king. He is, he's just, a. he's an almighty force.
2: It's just ridiculous.
1: I I, I, I think of that race this year. Daryl's in the chat. Daryl's an F1 fan. Daryl, you remember this? Was it, I think it was the Red Bull Ring. So do you remember at the Red Bull Ring, uh, he was leading by like a pit stop, right? He was leading by like 40 seconds or something. He was so far in front. He had, no, he had no reason to do it. He, he, he came into the pits, right, put on a fresh set of tires to get the fastest lap on the last lap of the race. And I remember saying to you and Brad and um, uh, fucking Troy, uh, I said, that's king shit. That's, that's fucking, that's, that's what a king does, you know, in racing. It's like, he's taking, he's taking, he's taking unnecessary, his engineer was like, there's no need to do this. Don't be an idiot. And he just fucking fired into the pits. (laughs) Like, no, I'm coming in. I want to get the fastest lap. And so he fired into the pits. He had a pit stop up his sleeve and he came out like only maybe seven or eight seconds, but in front of the guy behind him, he was 40 seconds in front of him and he got the fastest lap on the last lap of the race with a fresh set of tires just because he could. And that Man, is, that's fucking the, rock and race, roll motor the best racing. one was the, you know? the
2: week after hmm. where he, he, he radioed into the pits. He's like, uh, what do you reckon? A bit of pit stop practice for the fastest lap? Not and again, like, Max. Chris was <laughs> not like, this week. Not this was Max. <laughs> <laughs> that one is the one that got me. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like the casual, like he's literally going 300, yeah. 300 kilometers an hour on yeah. the back. He's like, uh, how do we feel about a prepared self-practice? I'm like, okay, that's a fucking boss move, that
1: one. Um, I was saying to you before the show, actually, like this will entrench my I, – I don't hate Lando Norris, but I dislike him, definitely. Yeah. I don't yeah, like him. Yeah. And so I've been watching these um, – you should check them out, the high-performance interviews with the, def- the various – Oh, well, I do
2: of uh, My seven hundred baseball podcasts that I normally listen to. Yeah, I'm obviously finishing up because the year's over. So yeah.
1: I'm,
2: I'm on to new ones now. So I wanted to check out that one.
1: High performance. Um, the Mark Weber one is very good. The Toto Wolf one is very good. The Gunter Steiner one is very good. Uh, Joss Capito or whatever he's uh, how you pronounce it. The the Williams guy is very good. And the one is uh, the Lando Norris one. Lando Norris is a very boring person. He's not he he's not interesting. He has no insight. He's not he's not an interesting person to listen to. He might be a nice guy, you know, don't get me wrong. Um he was a rich kid, which he has to He seems to do. like he a very
2: miserable human.
1: I don't know if he's miserable. I doubt he's miserable.
2: He seemed I, miserable. Like, I watched him over the weekend. He's just
1: not interesting.
2: And he, like, he came second and, second and third? He's just, not, know, second, it's second,
1: just second. not interesting. And just I, think like, like, oh, I think he's a meme. I think Lando can... Norris is a social media meme. I think he's. Maybe. I think Lando Norris, like, does his fucking streams and his Twitch stuff. And, like, so I'll, I'll give you this challenge when the baseball season is over, Greener. I want you to listen to two. Well, the baseball
2: season's finished.
1: Okay. So I want, I'll want i send you two links. And the two links I'll send you is the George Russell High Performance Podcast Interview. Well, I'm,
2: I'm just going to start subscribing to that podcast. Okay. Just... Well,
1: well, these just... are old I'm ones, though. Well. So this is going back a while.
2: If that's what I do. I go back and listen to old
1: ones. Okay, So you, you need to specifically, I want you to listen to specifically back-to-back. I want you to I first. First first listen to the Lando Norris one, Mm -hmm. okay? And then listen to the George Russell one because George Russell and Lando Norris raced against each other when they were kids. They're friends, okay? So it's – and they're both around the same age, right? And they've had different journeys. And I want you to tell me who is the more insightful slash intelligent slash interesting out of both of them. Lando Norris I find – I, you know, he's got a lot of social media buzz and the girls love him and all that stuff. But he's a pretty man. And but he's, he's actually, yeah. he's actually a very, he's very boring. boring, he's a boring yeah. person. He's a boring person. And it I can't imagine being anything worse than being someone who's boring. Like he's not funny. He's not in like, you know, he's not insightful. He doesn't offer huge intelligence. He's mm-hmm. just boring. Um, wow. George Russell. I felt like his interview. I found intriguing. Like I George, like
2: George I must admit well George I'm Russell is a guy
1: who sent an email to Toto Wolf uh, as a 15 year old or something saying hi I'm George Russell I race in British Formula 3 and I'd really be interested in talking with you about uh, you know uh, I'd love to learn more and join Mercedes one day or something like that he like he yeah. took a punt he he, yeah. he got an uh, he got Toto Wolf's email randomly and he was like they've just won the championship. I'm gonna send off this email because what have I got to lose, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Toto Wolf replied within five minutes with his PA in copy and said, uh, "We'll talk in to, in January or something." And then next thing you know, a month later, he was in Toto Wolf's office.
2: There you go. Wow.
1: Whereas Lando Norris was uh, the guy you feel who feel
2: like Lando feels like he's owed it.
1: Yes, there's a bit of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like he always has. Like I feel like. The interview I see, and I feel like this weekend was a prime example of what I talked about. He just seemed very miserable even though he came second and second. He feels like he's owed a win. Like, mm. he feels like, oh, I should be on top of this podium. It's like, no, no, no you got to fucking earn it. Daryl, And maybe that, that's why he's not. Greeno,
1: Daryl in the chat brings up, like, so this is Leclerc is the one that we forget about in Formula One.
2: I I, I'm a massive Charles Leclerc fan. He just, he's just a, like. Ferrari is even. Yeah, point. he drives
1: for Ferrari, so that's that's ah. his problem. Like, ah. if he was driving, if he was driving for Red Bull, he'd probably be winning a championship too, right He now.
2: wouldn't be far off. Yeah, he'd um, be doing better than. Uh, if, Checo. You,
1: if you think about it, the reason Leclerc now has Ferrari is clearly a quick car over one lap, right? So yeah. because what he's got, he he now has the record of the most pole positions without a win. That's not a record you want. He's won a race, hasn't he? Uh yeah, no 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 no. So if you if you qualify on pole and don't win, he's oh, got, win he's, yeah, got yeah, yeah. he's got ten of them. That is that's not a record you want.
2: Yeah, that's because he's racing against Max and Max, no, like, that's always, be, no, it's, no,
1: no, no. It's because he's in a Ferrari. Because a that, Ferrari a, is but, really good over one lap. Well but, that and
2: they fuck up their strategy constantly. That,
1: exactly. Or something breaks, you know. Or just, something yeah, fails on it, like the it's they just always fuck. make the
2: wrong decision, no matter what. Like yeah. it's like, do I undercut do I overcut? They always take the wrong. Leclerc choice, is no wasting. Way.
1: Leclerc is wasting the best years of his life at Ferrari. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should.
2: Well, I thought last last year, we remember race one. We're like, oh man, this Ferrari is a it's, rocket. Yeah. This is it is a rocket. Is it is a game.
1: rocket over one lap. It's a really good and qualifying. They had, un-
2: they had unreliability. Then they kept on fucking up the strategy. Then they kept on making bad. Yeah, it was just bad choice after bad choice. And next you he Max the world champion again. But
1: Daryl so saying really- Lando is upset he didn't get signed for a big team after after his first season. I don't think that's true. I think he's a McLaren boy through and through.
2: Yeah, he's got a long term contract. Lando. Now, yeah. I
1: oh no, he's yeah, he's, he's 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 McLaren for life. I think because I would suggest so he, he's the
2: one that got Danny Rick fired.
1: Basically. But yeah. Danny Rick deserved to get fired. He was terrible. Um, he was, but they, the reason is they set up the car solely for Lando. Uh, no, so, I don't think that's true. I think Lando – no, I don't think that's true. I think the Red Bull is a different car to the McLaren. Like, it, it handles differently. It, it You you need to do different things to get and, uh, speed out of it. And um, Danny Rick's
2: the only one has got a McLaren win in the last fucking 15 years.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lando's got – what six seconds this year? he
2: got a lot of seconds.
1: Yeah, because he's racing against Max Verstappen.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. No, I think no, I think to be fair to Lando in that respect. Look, I'm not gonna. I. I don't want to defend Lando because I think he's a little bit of a pretentious little prick. Um. But. But that doesn't. Um. That's not guiding my opinion on that. I think he's a boring person. I. Gen- I genuinely. If you listen to those two interviews, George Russell. I'm not even a big George Russell fan. I kind of like him. Um, in that, you know, he seems like a very professional team man, which is something yeah, that yeah, yeah. like resonates with me. But Lando, I feel like Lando is like, um, the pretentious kid who just, I feel like Lando is a bigger prick, uh, over the radio than Max Verstappen is and always uh, well, has been.
2: Well, uh, let's, let's switch their positions and see how much of a prick Max is. Cause I remember how much of a prick Max was yeah. when he was in Lando's spot
1: in the group. Perhaps, um, but I think, you know, the McLaren is a different car to the Red Bull. And there's actually videos you can watch on YouTube and stuff and, like, you know, racing guys will analyze the difference and, like, the handling difference and stuff. And the McLaren, you know, like, for example, Danny Rick likes an understeery car because he just wants to chuck it in and, and flat it, whereas the McLaren doesn't like that. So it will, it will push too much through the corner and you can't get the speed out of it and stuff. So it's very interesting stuff. Um, so, I think Lando has just been with that team for so long.
2: I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't mean to interject. Are we literally still only 11 seconds into this video?
1: Yeah, we are. So, Lando has been with that team for so long that I think he just understands the car more than yes. anyone coming in.
3: I think so. And what, Although Piastri said,
1: is pushing him this year, isn't he? Piastri yes. next year uh, will be interesting. Look,
2: uh, if you look at the overall championship, look, Lando is still like laughing him. But I feel like Oscar's been quite competitive. He's, he's a rookie. He's, he's taken a win in the sprint race. Yep. I feel like, yeah, give give Piastri another year in that car, and he's going to be like him and Lando going to be neck and neck.
1: Yeah, I feel like Piastri is going to push him next year. Definitely,
2: I'm, I'm excited about Piastri. Like we had this massive like golf before Weber. Hmm. So when Weber came in. We, had, we hadn't had an Aussie since, what, 82 with Alan Jones, there or thereabouts, which is fucking before we were born. So we'd never seen in our lifetime a, a driver in F1 from Australia mm. until Mark Webber. So Webber's was our boy.
1: Yeah, the last um, one before him was Alan Jones, which was like about, yeah. around the time we were born, basically. Like he won Literally his last championship. Said, yeah. Literally yeah. what I just said. It's a long like, time. word for word. It's a long fucking time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then we, we we're lucky because then we go, oh, Danny Rick's here, and then now we got Oscar Piastri. So we've been kind of been blessed that we've at least had an Aussie there. We just need someone who's going to fucking dominate. We'd mm. love to see.
1: Mm. Well, we thought we'd have it with uh, Danny Rick, didn't we? Went in those uh, We thought years. we were going to have it
2: with Webbs, man. Like we had that night. I, I remember coming over to your house where it was like the final race and Webbs had a chance to win the championship, and it just didn't end up happening. Um, Webbo
1: is – Arguably the most unlucky driver in Formula One as well. He
3: really is.
1: If it, there's Such a compilation talent. you can watch on YouTube, I'll I'll throw it up in our Discord later. Um, Such a talent. Oh yeah, there 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 is there's a compilation of Mark Webber like unlucky incidents <laughs> that yeah. you can watch, and it's like actually when you watch all of the things back to back to back, he really probably is the most. Because I remember that was a like a narrative back when he was racing. Like God, Mark Webber is so unlucky. Yeah. But you don't you don't notice it at the time, and if you watch it and someone puts it all together, you're like, "Holy shit! He really probably was the most unlucky driver yeah. in Formula One history, kind of thing." Like, I mean, he we got went to all those fucked races. out of so, two championships, got but, fucked oh, out no. of twenty wins. You know, yeah. like, it's just ridiculous. All right, let's get back to this uh, Formula because we got another video after to do after this. There's no one after yeah. this. bro. We, we need
2: to wrap oh, it up.
1: I know it's going to be a late one uh so let's watch this yeah i know it's gonna be even later so this (laughs) is only
2: two hours i'm sorry i'm sorry i need to show
1: you these next two videos greener um it's not our fault that we're so you know conducive to good conversation i'm sorry (laughs) stick around stick with me here i promise you'll get something out of this so this is formula e this is electric cars okay let's Uh, have a look
0: on the streets of iconic cities racing at speeds of up to 280 kilometers per hour and accelerating from zero to 100 in just 2.8 seconds quick the 45 minute plus one lap race format produces high intensity racing with teams and drivers battling on a level playing field thanks to identical batteries tires and aerodynamics unique features like attack mode and fan boost makes formula e anything but a traditional motorsport and wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
1: That's why I paused it because I knew <laughs> that you would pick up on the exact I'm, thing, that I picked up on it. You're I like, hang on a minute. Guy, what? Hey
2: man, this thing is great. Like this is all fucking very cool. We're talking wait a like minute. identical. Oh yes, blah blah blah. And it's like, it, what fan boost? What is fan boost? <laughs> Let's, let's, let's get an understanding about
1: fan boost, shall we? Yes, we shall. We can because, fuck this right off. Because the way they the started off, fan it fan seems boost. like good competition. It's okay, great. This, I'm is like, good. this is amazing. I, I'm going to watch this race. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, hang on, wait, what? <laughs>
4: <Fan> <laughs> the way
1: they just slice it in there as well. They're like, and also we've got fan boost, which makes fan it. Uh, hang on, what? Identical batteries,
0: tires, and aerodynamics. Unique features like attack mode and fan boost makes formula...
1: Attack mode, Greeno?
0: No, attack mode's DRS, that's fine. I no, don't no, know
1: no, 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 no. It's not, trust me. Wait, okay, wait till what? you see wait
0: till you see it. Anything but a traditional motorsport. And for the 2022 season, the cars have an extra 20 kilowatts of power to play with, meaning faster and more furious battling, but still with the crucial need for teams and drivers to manage energy efficiently and strategically to finish the race and secure victory. This is the pinnacle of electric racing. This
1: electric racing Bruno.
0: is Formula E for season eight. A new qualifying
1: format will see the fastest drivers go. Okay. So this is, this is the thing that I really wanted to draw your attention to here. Greedo.
2: Man, And until so I need more. I want to say about the fan boost, but
1: no, no, oh, you will get to fan boost. Don't worry. But first I want to bring you to qualifying. Now, I think that, the thing that we love about motorsports is the simplicity, right? So you're the fastest guy, you win the race. You win a lap. Yeah. yeah. If you're the fastest guy over a lap, you win the lap. Now, yeah. Formula One used to be qualifying. would Everyone would go out for like half an hour or whatever, and whoever set the fastest lap, they start on pole, second fastest, second. They changed it in the last 20 years where it's like now it's like the kind of it's not a shootout, but it's like... Uh, and
2: they did the shootout for a little bit. They did. And then they went to the Q3, Q2, Q1. Yeah.
1: So, you know, the five slowest drivers after Q1, they drop out. And then it's yeah. the, the next, you know, five drivers or whatever, they drop out. And then it's yeah, the yeah, top yeah. 10 for the last 15 minutes. But that's all. Like, I think what we appreciate about it is the simplicity of it. Yeah? Mm. So, I want you... Now, that... The fact that we appreciate the simplicity of qualifying, it's that, like, if you're the fastest qualifier, you start on pole, all right? Now, I want you to try and understand this qualifying system that Formula E has, okay?
0: Going head-to-head in a one-lap shootout to decide the Julius Bear pole position.
1: Because, really, ultimately, what we like about motorsport is the simplicity. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're the fastest, you win, all right? Have a look at this shit.
0: A group stage will see two groups of 11 drivers get a 12-minute session to set lap times, with okay. the fastest four from each group progressing into a knockout stage, okay. where drivers will go head-to-head over one flying
1: lap. Okay.
0: Starting with the 8 fastest drivers facing off in the quarterfinals, What? The fastest in Group A going against the 4 fastest in Group B. (laughs) The fastest in Group B going against the 4 fastest in Group A, and so on. Why? Those quickest will progress into the semi-finals and onto the final, leaving one final pair battling for the Julius Baer pole position. (laughs) Alright, okay, I get
2: it. It's it's convoluted. You're losing me here. Come on, I'm trying to yeah. be a
1: Formula E fan, yeah. and you're losing no,
2: me. You're so You are I'm so
1: overcomplicating doing... this.
2: Yes. <laughs> I mean, who's the quickest in qualifying yes. and put them at the front? Like, it yeah.
1: should not be that hard. Now, the V8 supercars, what they do is they have, like, a half-hour qualifying What's session, have, have no and explain? the top ten finish up in the shootout, and then they know. all have one-lap runs, and whoever finishes on first finishes on first.
2: Well, what they didn't explain, These though, is those... These cunts have
1: quarterfinals and semis and shit, Greeno, in what the happens, qualifying. Eh,
2: what, what happens with those semis, right? So if you're in the semis, do you have to go off against another semi guy to work out who's fifth and sixth? <laughs> That's what They didn't explain that. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Never, what if there's out. a anyway, tiebreak, Greeno?
0: What it, do you
3: do Let's see what else is, yeah, yeah, oh, else is going on. Oh, God.
0: And three, three championship points. The winner and runner-up will start on the front row...
1: <laughs> Why? This is so unnecessary. Now, wait, it gets better. Wait until you see what the fucking action zone, like the activation zone or whatever it's no, called I, is. The like
0: semi-finalists on the second row. Quarter-finalists filling the spots between fifth and eighth based on lap times, and the remaining positions... My also...
1: God.
2: <laughs> oh, there go. That my question, but
0: it's overcomplicated. It's, it's so like...
1: overcomplicated. So ranked by lap time, and, and which
0: playing group they start a bunch of
1: weeks. laps give them an hour give them an, an
0: hour the fast at the end they win
3: you're at the front yeah I think I like that the that too. yeah
2: everyone in mean, there
1: you go you really like have an hour
2: have a crack yeah. good luck
1: guess what guys it's a 20 minute qualifying session do your best okay that's yeah. that's how you'll start wherever you finish okay mm-hmm. done now wait till you see this shit okay this is this is next level stuff greener Attack mode, is a step.
0: Attack mode is an extra power mode that gives drivers an additional 30 kilowatts of power after driving through an activation zone off the racing line.
1: An road. activation it's zone, green. It's
0: risk versus reward, as drivers might lose time or positions initially, hey, I don't the hate added this. power this gives them the, the chance the to make it's them, them like
1: along the route to get the R S. No. I don't hate that. No, wait for it.
0: Positions back and move themselves up the order. The additional power lasts for a set period of time. This duration and the number of activations required changes from circuit to circuit.
1: The number of activations required. It's
0: different, like, no, there's different DRS numbers no
2: matter where you go. Oh it's fine. God. There's three DRS zones in some tracks. There's one in others.
1: No, no, no. So I, what they're saying is it. you have to draw, You have to take the outside line like a certain amount of times before you get this limited power boost once per race. Great Okay. <laughs> so what they're saying is, you need to
0: I need reward. I, I don't hate that.
1: No, no, no. But wait, everyone is forced to do it.
0: <laughs> with the teams only provided with this information on race day, attack mode is a fundamental part of race strategy in Formula E, and all drivers have to use it.
1: <laughs> all right. But what if it's? What if I'm quicker, not using the attack mode? What then? What if I'm dead last?
3: <laughs> 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 I'm nine
1: lives down. Yes. I should go through the extra. Yes. Yeah. Why yeah. should I drive off the racing line to get Take a mine. 20 kilowatt power boost for the know. next indeterminate amount of time
3: based attack on the, the fact that
1: I finish fourth in the quarterfinals of qualifying? <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm gonna attack
2: the leader uh, when he's overtaking
0: me for the second time. I'm looking forward to that.
1: But the decision on when
0: to activate can be the difference between disaster and winning the race. I'm sure. Now,
1: now fan boost, Greeno. Wait till you hear about fan boost. Now, I think we need to start a campaign to get Lando Norris out of Formula 1 and into into Formula E.
2: I'm going to go back to that last one, and I'm trying not to pull on the show because I'm already exhausted and it's fucking almost midnight. But... That's that last one. I actually don't mind that last one because what it's saying is you need to drive this route to basically get DRS. Yeah.
1: Uh, but certain, you it's have it's to do that route a certain amount of times.
2: Yeah, which is fine. I don't mind that. you got to do that three times to get a power boost. Now, it becomes a strategy thing, kind of. The so fact silly. it's forced is stupid, but I don't mind it. It's kind of like, hey, do this, and then you might get some extra power. Is it worth the risk? So I don't mind that.
0: Anyway, fan okay. boost, let's have a look at this. You don't,
1: you don't mind that? So let's see what fan boost is all about then.
0: Fan boost gives you the chance to vote for your favorite driver to unlock a short 5-kilowatt boost of power. <laughs> yeah, fuck off now. And I'll tell you why I'm
2: saying fuck off now. is because I have seen Lando Norris win driver of the day. But he's
1: completely st- undeserving.
2: St- six straight races. When Max has <laughs> Max won by like a minute and a half because it's a British audience. This is like Big Brother Formula One. <laughs> like- it's either Lewis Hamilton Orlando Norris is the driver of the day every fucking week because it's a British audience voting on it.
1: You can is vote okay. you can vote to give, to give someone a power. power. Now fuck see what they power. need to do is vote to give people a power reduction. reduction. That's that would be entertaining, right?
2: Now we're talking, yeah. Yeah,
1: because if one guy is like 30 seconds in Max's front, power. everyone's going to vote to yeah. be like, no, let's kill his power now for 10 laps. Yeah.
0: Yes, now we're talking. <laughs> boost of power that can be used to help them make a critical overtake or defend against the cars behind.
1: Good job, good job. Keep energy under control. This is this is racing by social media. I, is, no,
0: I, I don't hate it. I think
2: your idea is better than their one, though.
1: Yeah, I reduce want to see the a, power. A,
2: a, yeah. Uh, yeah, a power reduction. Because imagine how, how good would this be this year if we could say, yeah, we're going to cut Max's power <laughs> like 10 laps. How much better would this year's championship have been?
1: It just make it, it. makes the racing less serious, though. I it's think. ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's it's it becomes a uh, it's because Mario Kart.
1: It, it, you, that's a very good uh, analogy. It is Mario yeah. Kart. You may as well throw fucking banana skins out there. Put the banana
0: skins out there. <laughs> Coconut screen. The fire, boost, fire boosters. Can
1: we shoot yeah. fire boosters from the front it's of the, the
0: stars. car? it be good, yeah. <laughs> Five drivers with the most votes will unlock the extra power boost to be used in the second half of the race by pressing a button on their steering wheel. My God. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. All right. Now, look,
2: I'm so I'm three quarters in on Formula E, to be fair. Yeah. The fan boost is fucking stupid. already is way better. You're a fixer, yeah. um, and everything else I, don't, I actually don't mind. I think that kind of like uh, DRS version needs some tweaking, but I don't mind it. It's kind of like it's a gimmick. Look, it's gimmick. You can take yeah, it's all gimmicky, but no,
3: it I'm, kind I'm of not like, for you can
2: get some get some extra power here, but yeah. you got to take this risk. So, I, uh,
1: I well, mind. you're you're more progressive than me. Then it turns out in motorsport. Well, I'm just uh, so
2: bored by fucking Max win every week. I don't realise. So,
1: yeah, I, 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 it yeah I, I, I really don't like that gimmick stuff. I think the fastest car and the fastest driver with the best team should win. And that's that's the bottom line. No yeah, fucking fan much. boost. You know, no fucking... Yeah, no, fan boost is
2: ridiculous.
1: I'm not even a fan <laughs> of DRS. Um, I, I don't think DRS is fair. I don't. Um, no, just because cool. you're a second behind someone doesn't mean you have a right to overtake them. That's what DRS has become as soon as you're within DRS range, quote-unquote, you're basically guaranteed to overtake them now. And I don't think Uh, that that's good for the sport.
2: You're also meant to take in their turbulent air and fuck up your tyres a bit more as well. Well, no, but
1: if you look at at 90% of the overtakes since DRS came in, they're casual overtakes down the straight. That's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. kind of overtake that's, that you want in motorsport. That's
2: more overtakes than we're getting otherwise. So at least there's. But some it's, it's not even I mean, really an
1: overtake. It's like a it's not, wave to the guy when you go past. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not racing uh, science. It's not. It's not. But the reason tactical, it's is not
2: because you take away all the DRS overtakes. There's no overtaking because of the error but,
1: but look at look at the root cause. The root cause is the error. The error. Yeah. So if you strip the cars back and you make them it's the, beast, the, era, right? make make them the beast that they were, yeah, you don't need yeah. DRS then. Uh it yeah. becomes more I'd actually love to see Max and Lewis and, you know, the other Fernando would probably dominate. Uh, in Formula One cars that have far less fucking aero on them, yeah. you know, where he can just chuck it around like a rally car, <laughs> like he used to back in 2005, you know.
2: That was meant to be the case about eight years
1: ago and it just never ended up happening because they took away the
2: power steering. Yep. They took away something else. Yep. And then it was like, oh, these cars to be undrivable and they're still driving them like. And now it's on cost cutting. And track. now
1: we've got this, uh-huh. now we've got this kind of, again, This is, it's like a weird salary cap thing, which I hate. Um, You know, you should never put a cap on innovation, I don't think. So if someone can come up with a way to exploit whatever the current rules are, you should encourage that because the rest of the field should be like, oh, wow, they thought of that and we didn't. You know, that's that's what Red Bull's done this year and the last – couple of years. Just found ways to be quicker, yeah. Yeah, and like the floor, their fucking DRS system, like uh, the aero. Now every team in Formula 1 is looking at Red Bull going, shit, we need to copy what they're doing and that's why they've actually caught up over the last kind of last half of the year. Even though Max is dominating because he's Max, um, the rest of the field is actually getting a little bit closer because they're looking at what Red Bull's doing going, Jesus Christ, these guys got it. And that's because Adrian Newey works for Red Bull and Adrian Newey is a fucking, you know, boy genius. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. I want to show you this one before we go out tonight, Greeno. Uh, do you like reality TV? Uh, zero interest in reality TV. Well, okay. I guess it depends on the definition of reality TV. I
2: like watching cooking shows.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't like watching cooking shows – that
1: try and create drama. Mm, you don't like drama. I don't like drama. I don't like fake drama. I, I've I've come to like reality TV, but the reality TV that I it's like not
2: real reality that's a problem.
1: Well, the reality TV I like is pretty real. It's like Deadliest Catch, that fishing show. That's fine.
2: I, I don't mind those ones. Yeah. I we had a conversation with someone in my team during the week, hmm. and they were talking about how they were a, um, an attendee at a married at first sight wedding. And he no, goes, was that's funny- not my kind
1: of reality TV.
2: No, but he's like, it "was the funniest thing ever." Like they're giving their vows and like, okay, now let's do them again because now we're going to shoot it from a different angle. <laughs> yeah. What? What? What are we doing here?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's not that's not my jam. I like. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not into uh, that. I like the kind of blue collar reality shows, like the gold digging shows, gold mining, Bering sea gold, yeah. deadliest catch, gold rush. I love those shows. Um, yeah. Big Brother, not a fan. No, nah,
2: uh, not none of that shit.
1: Reality cooking shows, no, I don't think I like. I know you're a fan of like, um, Master. I like Chef. MasterChef yeah. because they
2: generally try and
1: avoid. I've
2: never watched Master drama. The it's one more about the cooking. The one that I have
1: watched, sorry, Greeno. The one that I have yeah. watched a little bit of is that Great British Bake Off. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got I got into that a little bit. Because I, it's all about Paul Hollywood in that show, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fucking the old guy that all the, all, yeah, all the old all about, the old all the old women love, you know.
2: The old biddies, yeah.
1: Gets them moist. They haven't been moist. Mm. They're like sandpaper down there, and he gets them moist. You know, he's a fucking <laughs> genius, Paul Hollywood. Oh, the muffins are fucking fantastic. Yeah, blah blah blah. blah. You yeah, know, they love it. So yeah, been into that, but yeah, not a not a big fan of the reality cooking shows. <laughs> I don't know. Support the old girls that love poor Hollywood. He got me. Oh, mate. That's he's a grey haired demon, mate. No,
2: I did. I mean, I've seen poor Hollywood. I personally never he meant to say anything, but that line was very funny.
1: The sandpaper, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So and I, I
2: want to. It's moist. Yeah.
1: I want to I show you this. So this is a new reality show that's coming out in the United States. Uh, Mersh retweeted this earlier, and I, I just happened to be on Twitter, and I it was like, oh, okay, I'll click the video. And my response to him is, what the fuck was going on? What the fuck he, is going on here? You know. So have a look at this, Greeno. Tell me what you think. Reality TV. Hey, I'm Lena the
2: Plug. I am an adult creator.
4: My name is Adam22, and I co-own Plug Talk with my lovely wife. Okay,
1: so this is Lena Plug, Greeno. She's an
2: Lena, plug. Lena the plug.
1: Lena the Plug. Now, she's, <laughs> she's not an adult performer or an adult actress. She's an adult Greeno, quote-unquote. Creator.
2: Creator. Okay. Creates,
1: content creator. Content and creator.
2: Then, and we've got Adam22. Adam22
1: is the co-owner of the business that Leonard the Plug works for. Okay,
2: Adam22 sounds like a, a, a Twitter handle of someone who's just got a lot of racist opinions and doesn't want to use a real name out there. Oh, no, That's I don't, I'm
1: uh, to be fair to Adam22, with this kind of tattoo situation, I don't think he has many opinions on anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, his political opinions would be, can I skateboard here? I think.
3: Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: dude, bro. I think actually we might be uh, selling Adam-22 a little bit short. I think Adam-22 would be fully on board with our political stance here on this show, which is yeah nah. I think he's uh, a kind of guy. He's he's
2: our target (laughs) target audience.
1: (laughs) I think he really is. So, Adam22 co runs the company. I guarantee
2: in that that mesh of tattoos on his chest, there's a a Southern Cross somewhere.
1: Now, can I ask you uh, a genuine question? Lena the plug, yes or no? Smash or pass? Um, Smashable, but not. uh, Yeah, I
2: I think it's smashable, yes. It's definitely not like a, a guaranteed. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, oh, let's chat with her a little bit first yeah. before I make a call.
1: It's not a, hey, I need to go over there. It's it's a 50-50 call. Yeah, she's not my type, you know. Um, I,
2: I'm, like, I'm into the ethnic type generally.
1: I know, yeah.
2: The Middle Eastern. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, yeah, um,
2: I feel like she's going to give me a lecture. And make me a bad student,
1: lucky. Feel like your dad is going to, tr- her dad's going to try and shoot you or something. You know, 100%, percent yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you it. I'm generally more of like a blonde hair, uh, you know, blue eyed kind of guy. Uh, um. But I do like, uh, you know, I've got a soft spot for like the Indian girls and, yeah. you know, that kind of South American kind of look. I kind of like that as well. Uh, she doesn't really do it for me, this one. But yeah, I'm not cold. Yeah. She
2: reminds me of Mum from
1: Mother's group. Yes, but she's do-a-bull, but, yeah, you do know. Yeah,
2: do-a-bull, but not, like, yeah. Like, not not a guaranteed. Guarantee.
1: Yeah, definitely not.
3: An adult creator.
1: My name- she's an adult creator, though, Greeno, so okay. you have to factor that in, you know. Yeah, it's and- definitely a
4: pass. <laughs> <laughs> and I co-own Plug Talk with my lovely wife. I like interview a different girl every week. And then we f- them at the end.
1: But- so they interview a different girl every week and then fuck them at the end, Greeno.
2: Yeah, oh, these girls. It? Yeah, like are these just random girls, or these are girls in the industry?
1: No, no, no. These are so these are girls looking for stardom, Greeno. So, okay, their show is you know they they bring in newcomers and then they they have like a little kind of contest and then have a three way. And... Yeah, but shit's about to change, Greeno. Shit's about to get oh, real all here. Right, I'm intrigued. Let's find out. Shit, this is the new reality show that's hitting TV in the United States very this soon. Why, this, I'm intrigued by this. one. I'm actually watch this bad boy? All right,
4: have a look
3: with other women.
4: So we've arranged this whole challenge to find the perfect guy to be our first ever boy-boy-girl threesome.
2: Let's <laughs> blow. Let's go. <laughs> Lena,
4: I came ready
3: to
4: <laughs> Wanna do a dance-off? Oh yeah, I would love to see a dance-off. tell <laughs> me this guy does porn? Let me get in the room with her by herself. We're going
2: to get you out of the situation. soul on to get this on YouTube. <laughs> it's cool for the love of Lena. No, Lena, the me. plug. Um. Alright, that's a good turn. Alright, so this is basically old mate Adam22's way of telling his his partner he's gay, I'm guessing.
1: Sorry, I just realised we didn't play the video on the stream, so... We'll do, it only goes for 45 seconds Let's play it ah, let's go. Plug, okay. I am an adult creator
4: My name is Adam22 And I co-own Plug Talk with my lovely wife We interview Plug a talk, girl Gruner. every week And then we f- them at the end But we've only ever done it with other women So we've arranged this whole challenge To find the perfect guy To be our first ever Boy, boy, girl, threesome Cheers. Elena, I came Can I just
1: say, by the way so they've they've obviously got a history based on what they were saying that um so they've been doing this series for a while where they find a new girl every week and yeah, they both fuck them. Yeah, now it's guy. the guy. Now it's another guy. Now I want yeah. you to look at the Adam 22's face <laughs> when he's like for once it's going to be two dicks. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the look of a guy who's had two pussies for the longest time and now he's going to have two dicks. Now he's got a problem. Yeah, Yeah, he's definitely got a fucking problem. (laughs) I reckon this was her idea.
2: Oh, Oh. (laughs)
1: I I, I
4: think it's this guy's idea. He just doesn't want to admit it. That's my point. Yeah, that's pretty,
1: that's probably worse, isn't
4: it? This whole challenge to find the perfect guy to be our first ever boy, boy, girl threesome.
1: Now I want this guy to win.
3: to <laughs> so,
2: win. Like it, it, obviously, this shows the setup as as is most reality TV. Um, so we know that guy is not going to win, but for the comedy value, wouldn't it be sensational if that guy? Because wh- what's the what's the end game? Like they announce the winner, do they show the video?
1: Of course, they have to. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point? Now the well, question the is: Would you here. jerk off to this guy, fucking Lena the Plug,
2: Greedo, <laughs> with the in bow tie the next, on? The devil's <laughs> recent I to not know. uh, <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Give,
1: I, it's a it's a time and place thing.
2: I'm giving. I mean, I'm somewhat intrigued now yeah. with, uh what Lena the Plug has to offer with that 22 and <laughs> blue bow
3: tie. Out of 22.
4: <laughs> You get no, no, I can no. get what about this
1: guy? What do what do you think his chances are, Greeno? Face tat here.
2: Well, I'm face tat gold asking, teeth. You, I'm, I'm intrigued by what he's asking. He's like, "You want to get down?" Is he asking him to fight, or is he asking like, "Hey man," I think
1: so. Man, I don't I don't really know. Gangster. I don't I don't know modern street. Urban gangster talk, Green. Uh, get down used to be, you know, get down and shake your booty. Yeah, it, feels it like used to mean party. Do you want to get down? Hell yeah, I want to get down. You know, let's get or down be, together. Fuck it yeah. down with your wife, I guess. You no, know, we'll get down with anyone. I don't mind. Yeah. Do some bags, like fuck. What yeah, sounds like fun. But hmm. the way he says get down, you're right. It's like, wait, are you are angry. you trying to shoot me or? Are you gonna are you gonna beat me up? Is, is, that you, is that what you mean? That's what I mean. I don't I don't get the modern language mm. anymore.
2: We're, we're gonna get you out of the situation.
1: We're gonna get you out of the situation. What do you mean? She's my wife. No. Nah. This is our show. Yeah. You're this on. You've been invited onto our show. Our you're show, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm it. not leaving the situation. You nah. are. If anyone's leaving, <laughs> mm. I don't think you understand your contractual arrangement.
2: Should have yeah. gone for the bow tie, dude.
1: I, I don't think Mr. Facetat here understands his contractual agreement, Greeno.
2: Uh also if you go back to that dude, the back of that dude's shirt, he's got a, a uniform that says fuck you.
1: Fuck you 81, Greener. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Oh, it's it's edgy though, isn't
2: it? It is edgy. Yeah. Um I don't um, know how I feel about this one. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> this nice. Take a soul on to get this improved approved on YouTube.
1: For the love of Lena, Greta. For
4: the love
2: of Lena. There you go.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice, no, um, Gary! Last way to end the show. Uh, Look, you
2: know how I'm going to end the show, though? I need, I'm need. i going to give a, a plug. We don't normally do plugs at the end of the show. Yeah.
1: Well, pl- pl- boy- Lena the plug, Greta. We just yeah. did a plug at the end of the show.
2: 100%. Proudly you by Lena the plug. Our boy, Pessy, is apparently doing, like, a, a reality month. Okay. where he's re-watching reality shows oh, on his stream. Okay. Uh, he was watching He was watching Passions recently, oh, so this is nice. an improvement. Yeah. But go check out our VoIP. I don't know what stream he's on anymore. Um, I, think he's, oh, he has,
1: I, he's, I think he's on Rumble these days, Joy There
2: you go. The ad we usually play, we've done a three-hour show, even though we're an hour late, and we still played no ad. Uh, has we'll been an epic show last. today. Like, we'll listen to the last this. episode. The ad's in the middle somewhere. Yep. Um, Pessy, our boy's kicking some ass over there. So go check out Pessy. He's doing some good shit. Fucking That's ass. the only plug I got for this week.
1: Uh, Irrational Times did a birthday show for the lovely assistant this week. So okay. I've retweeted um, the show. It was a few days ago. So if you go back through my re- – I don't do much on Twitter these days. So it's probably only two or three tweets ago. So if you go to Boogie Bumper Tweet and look for – the irrational times, the birthday show for the lovely assistant, and she is the lovely assistant. His lovely wife. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, give that a watch if you got nothing to do. Fucking why not? Um, yeah, that's a, and that's if a you plug want, Go for check out Lena the plug. Yeah, of course, Lean Lena the plug. Would mm. you go on a reality show, Greeno? Fuck a porn star. No, 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 I wouldn't. No, what if I, you were I single? Like,
2: I don't even like doing this show. To be <sighs>
1: fair. Well, that's a fair point.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I kind not like doing a show where we are in the the shroud of secrecy that is uh on a podcast. Why would I go and embarrass myself on a, a show like that?
1: Yeah. Well, do you do, would you fuck a porn star on a rea- on a reality show if they weren't filming you fucking them?
3: Yes. misogynists, <laughs> and chauvinists, <laughs> and sexists. All right,
1: let's get the fuck out of here. See you guys next week. Bye-bye.
3: We'll
4: always be boosome buddies friends, sisters and pals. We'll always be be bosom buddies If life should reject you, there's me me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who
0: else but
4: a bosom buddy
0: Will sit down and tell you the truth. truth